What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Flagrant 2. Uh, hi, everybody. How are you? Oh, gosh. I'm great, buddy. Hey, Al. I'm great. How you doing? Hey, Eden. Hello. How you doing? Okay. Um, I learned some uh, a very interesting thing. My mom told me this at 36 years old. She was hanging out with uh, me and, and my girlfriend, and um, we were looking at baby pictures. And then uh, all of a sudden, she just goes, uh, oh, yeah, funny thing about Andrew, uh, <laughs> her accent. Yeah. Funny thing about Andrew is when, when he was young, he never baby talked. And I go, what? <laughs> I go, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, you never baby talked. Like, nothing. no goo goo gaga, nothing. I go, what? She goes, yeah, it was a problem. We were concerned. <laughs> she goes, F- you started walking before you started talking. You yo. didn't, yo, she, she goes, you didn't say mama, dada, nothing. What was your first word? This is what happened, right? And this will speak volumes about who I am as a person afterwards, <laughs> right? Literally, they're talking to doctors, psychotherapists, other baby group moms. Right. They're standing over my crib just going, mama, dada. Like, all my mom <laughs> wants and all my dad wants is some acknowledgement that, acknowledgement that I know that they're my parents, right? They just want some kind right. of fucking love, right? We're coming back from the park. They've almost given up. They're like, maybe he's mute. We don't know what we're going to do with this kid. We're coming back from the park. And then out of nowhere, I just go, guys, I think I want to go back on the swings. <laughs> I haven't said anything dead to ass. my parents. Deadass. I haven't said anything to my parents my entire life. How old are you? Over one, apparently. Right? And I go, I, I don't know the exact age. This I have to ask my mom to find the exact age. Incredible. I go from nothing at all to full sentences. My parents both like screech stop. <laughs> And they're like, what? And I'm like, and I go, apparently I go, yeah, I'm not done with the swings yet. (laughs) 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 You want to go back to the I'm like, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Nothing makes. Full sentences. Nothing makes more sense than Andrew's first words being demands. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess everything in life was good. There was no reason to talk about anything. And then. They deprived you of extra swing time. I wanted my swing time, guys. And they thought I wasn't going to speak up. Well. You got another thing coming if you think that I'm not going to speak up, mom and dad. You're going to jip me on my fucking swing time. Oh, my God. So apparently after that, I just started speaking in full sentences to them. (laughs) Not as like an adult English, as as a child, but never Google God God. Never. None of that. It was always like, I want to go eat. I'm hungry. I have poop in my pants. (laughs) Yeah. And apparently... I mean, she was opening up about me as a child. It's really funny. You, you should actually sit down with your parents and like go through these old albums because it will trigger their memories, mm. you know. Uh. And um, and uh, and, uh, and and we're going through these things. And apparently, I was a fucking horrible kid from like one what to two. A shock. Or three to four or to five. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> in the kindergarten. He, he well, zero to five. I was a fucking torturous kid. Like, I would only wear. <laughs> Oshkosh Bagosh. Yeah, I think told, I've spoke about, this, talked about this. Maybe it was a Patreon, maybe. Yeah, I only wear Oshkosh Bagosh overalls. doesn't matter what it was. Wedding, Oshkosh Bagosh overalls. I didn't give a fuck, <laughs> and I would fight my mom with it. Uh, and How then, did you know if it was Oshkosh Bagosh? I know. Did you know if it was... <laughs> I know. Like off-brand overalls? Like no, no, Irvin's no, no, overalls? No, 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 no. You're not going to give me another fucking TJ Maxx, none of that <laughs> shit. I need my Oshkosh Bagosh. And I was, she was showing me I had, like, fits. I had fits done. And then... Um, I would only wear three-piece suits to school because I wanted to dress like my dad. Whoa. And uh, to, to... Tie? Preschool. I didn't do tie because my dad did the tie. You know what I did? Bow tie. <laughs> I had to step it up one more wow. level. Yeah. 
Kind of crazy though. The no talking thing is kind of crazy. Yeah. And also the little. I know this confirms like you are a psycho. Yeah. No. Like since birth. But I wish I knew this. It's like being gay. Yeah. (laughs) You're born that way. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You think your parents regretted encouraging you to talk so much when you immediately just come out with demands? Oh, I think they didn't realize how good they had it. (laughs) Right. Because once I started, I don't think I've stopped since for the next, you know, 35 years. But how crazy is that? That like even at a young age. We are who we are. Yeah, it's wild. Like, there are personality traits that I was just born with. I wasn't taught to be yeah. that way. Yeah. That's just who the fuck it is. Nature nurture. Demanding. Mm-hmm. I want to look different than all the other kids. Or I want to do something different than all the other kids. Yeah. You know, it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, have you, have you spoken to your parents My about, mom like, be acting like I was the best kid ever. She's like, yeah. he never gave me any problems. I'm like, yeah. I, I vividly remember temper tantrums. Really? What are you talking about? What yeah. kind of tantrums? Dude, I, I, you know, she tells us one story. Um, we were all staying at somebody's house, going to a wedding, whatever, like my parents and their friends. Yeah. And I woke up and I didn't have milk or something. And this isn't crazy to her that I was this spoiled or whatever. Yeah. And there was a girl, uh, one of the aunties was sleeping that I thought was my mom. Uh-huh. So I like tried to wake Start her up. sucking on them titties. <laughs> Son, that would be dope. <laughs> That's what made you a virgin until marriage. <laughs> you sucked on one wrong pair of titties. You got some Indian hairy nipples. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, fuck this. I'm done. Where the white bitch is at? <laughs> uh, so I was trying to like shake her to wake her up. I need the bottle. Right? I don't want my bottle. Or maybe pass. I don't know. Yeah. She wouldn't wake up. So I just start slapping. Just bang. Bang. Lady won't wake up. Indians be sleeping, I guess. Yeah. And then my mom was like, what Maybe the fuck is this kid Maybe they're just used to getting beaten by no. <laughs> 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 I thought it. I hope y'all wouldn't catch it. She was literally there like, is my husband home? What's happening? <laughs> you know what's crazier is apparently they got passed on to me. So like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I weeded it out of myself in the past so, 34 years or whatever. So from birth. You are who you are. Yeah. <laughs> you're Indian at birth. Yeah. That's what it is, bro. So a woman, you're like, that bitch needs to get beaten. <laughs> Where's my dinner? Bitch. Is it breakfast time or not? It's 2 a.m. We'll start cooking. <laughs> Ain't none of this bitter, bitter, bitter. Okay? <laughs> cookie, cookie, cookie. All right, so go. After you beat her up. But then my mom realized, she's like, oh, my God, she thinks this is me. And then she just got me milk and I was fine or whatever. But it's like, that's a tantrum. She acts like, oh, she tells stories about how smart I was because I, like, knew what day of the week it was. It's like, yo, come on. This is crazy. Oh, parents do exaggerate that shit. Like, so, whatever their kid can do. Like, my mom, apparently, during that time where I wasn't speaking, she was bragging about how well-behaved I was. <laughs> like, like, she was like, she was like, she was like, we can take him anywhere. He doesn't say a thing. He's good at the restaurant. We're so lucky. And deep down, she's like, is my kid retarded? <laughs> yeah, <that's> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look, man. This, uh, like, uh, two weekends ago, I went to visit my mom and sister in Philly. For your mom's birthday, right? Yeah, for Happy my birthday, birthday, Al's birthday, mom. Uh, hey, mama. Um... So the funniest thing is just ridiculing my nephew and just watching how my sister and brother-in-law take it. It's so funny. Like, what are you doing? So he's um, You're getting a little bit of Andrew in you, dog. That's yeah, so funny. It just so rubs funny off, bro. It rubs I just, off, dude. I just like, yo, take your shirt, that fat baby up. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the baby can't understand yet. Yeah. So you just talk hell yeah. shit to the baby. 
<laughs> what I'm else like, you say? Like, <laughs> nah, just every little thing they would do. Like, yeah. they'll pick, you know, when they're carrying a baby and, and they just say, like, oh, you're heavy. I was like, he sure is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was just the whole week of just trashing them. Yo, that's your nephew, yo. It doesn't matter. Sometimes okay, you gotta do it. He gets these jokes. Yeah. Everybody gonna get these jokes. From early. Real talk, man. Stop uh, sucking on a pacifier like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, are you gonna give your kid pacifiers, yo? I don't know about all that. <laughs> what you mean? I don't know, bro. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna give him anything just to you shut think him up. some things aren't all nature, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. What I think you be teaching, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Pacifier just seems weird. What hey, suck a, on this. What if you got a daughter? You Say more what? likely or less likely to give it than a son? I ain't gonna have my daughter sucking bad dick, bro. That shit ain't gonna <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's why I knew. One I knew you were like that. I'm competitive. Okay? Said, that's why I asked, because I was like, I think he might just bro. shove a pacifier in his daughter's mouth. You're gonna learn today. Hey, in hey. The words of Kevin hey, Hart. Baby. <laughs> Teach her what you do. We're going to be at the barbecue, all three of us, comparing. <laughs> so, right? But what size is the pacifier? Is it Say gonna what? Be, ain't, is nothing it gonna to be? Com- hey, ain't nothing to compare. Hey, why are you sucking a bottle from the backside? What's wrong with you? <laughs> hey, nothing comes out the back part. Hey, babe, you told it too early. What's going on? <laughs> hey, yo. Real talk, man. That's a, what would you rather? You rather your daughter trash a sucking dick or too good? Trash. trash. Really? Trash. Yes. And now you got to have her crying while she keep getting broken up with and you can't tell her the reason? Hey, I don't care. If you can't sit, t- sit your daughter down. You could be like, yo, your neck game, garbage. No, that's a conversation for mom. So you're going to, you're <laughs> going to, okay, so that's another thing I was trying, before we get to flagrant thought, that's another thing. Okay. Real quick, would you rather your daughter too too good at sucking dick or too bad at sucking dick? Trash, absolutely. Yo, y'all are crazy. You want your daughter to be lonely for her life? Yes. Yes. How that's good? So then she... Then you're not going to have grandkids? Nah, then she just takes care of me. Say what? Then she just takes care of me when I get older. That's some Latino-ass shit, yo. That's what they supposed to do. That's some Latino-ass shit. That's why my sister's in Philly with my mom. (laughs) Nah, but they do that shit. The ugly fat daughter, right? Got to take care of the parents. The one that never gets married. Yeah. They give the daughter a complex when they're young, be like, oh, you're so fat and you're so ugly, you're never going to get married. And then they never get married, and then they take care of the fucking parents. I don't know about all that, but... Son, that is true. They do, too. Eddie's sister moved out the house as soon as she could, right? She's like, you ain't going to ugly fat daughter me, you're going to do that to Eddie. (laughs) <laughs> they be feeding that motherfucker you know, nonstop. You know what's funny? We be Stop. ugly fat daughtering Ed. Yo, we be ugly fat daughtering him. And he going along with it. Fucking the Turkey. <laughs> this fucking the Turkey over here, bro. You don't see what your parents are doing, bro. Son. Okay, there was something I wanted to say about. It was about a kids though. Fuck. What were we talking about? Trash dick, sucking dick. Um, oh, conversations the mom, with the parent. Having the mom have that conversation. Yeah. Oh, no, it was something else. It was pseudo related. Oh. So you would. Oh yeah, that was it. That was it. Okay. What would you? Oh, this is this is it. This is this okay. is real shit. Okay. Let's say you got a daughter, right? Yeah. Mustache is thorough. This is a distinct possibility. <laughs> it is almost a certain guarantee. It's a virtual certainty. It's a certainty. Okay. <laughs> All right. Real talk. I'm okay. Mustache. Yes. Yeah, what's up? As a father, do you sit her down and say that shit is Hell gross? No. So you tell you let the mom tell your daughter what time she when she got to start waxing a stash or shaving legs or that kind of shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Nah, I think I tell. How are you gonna break your? Come on, yo. She, you, she's supposed to be perfect in front in your eyes. 
You know what I mean? Like, you're the man. You don't want her looking for validation from other men. Yeah, right? so she gets Yo, it from Al, me. I don't think you understand this. You feel differently about a daughter when you let your girl have them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you accepting about the child. <laughs> you didn't even say accept the embryo with the egg. Like you're not gonna oh. accept the full thing. Al did is accept a child. <laughs> <laughs> Old abortion Al over no. here. Oh, come on. No matter how hard your girls try to accept, you'd be like, uh uh-uh, uh, pull her ripcord. Play and see out this motherfucker. That was too good of an alliteration right there. So. Abortion <laughs> Al, bro. That's for real. Oh. <laughs> Those two X's are for Oh Yeah, probably I guess the mom would have to tell her. I think because the daughter Cause but I think it would be easy for me because I could be shaving and be like, hey, you wanna play around? <laughs> 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 your daughter can't shave it comes back thicker when you shave yeah. dog it's got to be a wax what i'm trying to say or is laser. I say what or laser or laser right uh, yo how i was thinking about this shit how strong are girls pubes that you gotta get lasers involved right like, like that's crazy like like you I can't just take them I, out i it's, prefer the laser though I say what yeah it's, i think it's just a much more long-term solution yeah in yeah, like one I and know done kind of thing. because you're lasering out the thing that the hair grows from. Yeah. yeah. But golly. Yeah, because then if they do the waxing, then they ha- the hairs have to get long enough to get waxed again. Yeah, I do so not they go like through that the grow wax back feels session. good for a week. And then after you actually ha- are tortured for longer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No. The laser is way better. I don't need no pussy with a three o'clock shadow. What'd you say? I don't need pussy with a three o'clock shadow. Yeah, can't have that uh. Bollywood pussy. <laughs> Pussy look like it's about to dance. Look like it's about to dance victoriously. I got her back. No, that, I'm talking about that George Clooney. Oh, I don't yeah, need that, that George Clooney, Clooney, that stubble, yo. That Ocean's nah. Eleven days yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, bitch, you had Ocean's Thirteen with that pubic hair. What's up with this growth? It's got that Daniel Ocean. Get up out of here, yo. So that's what what I'm trying to say is when it comes to the father, we have to be, even if we don't believe it, we have to act like our daughter is the perfect image of a woman so that she doesn't seek that male validation from other people. And then the mom, the daughter knows that the mom loves her unconditionally. That's, that's what's up. That's they it. know that already. That's baked in. So she got to do the hard shit like, yo, wax your lip. You know, yo, stop walking pigeon toed. <laughs> not you're not, you're not into the pigeon toed. Yeah, little, little pigeon, pigeon ain't, ain't bad. bad nah, we're not doing no pigeon toe out here. So when I was younger, you would look for the pigeon girl. What pigeon toed girls? You going after retarded girls? Al. Son, not because they had the fatties. No, they don't it's, have a they, fatty. They, they have just the fatties. bent over more because of the pigeon toe. I, and this pigeon toe is something completely correctable. It's something that's actually really bothered me. I don't understand why people still do it or still have they, it. They got the fatties. So. I guess I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it is it is a unique situation, but I think you have to leave that up to the girl because if you do it, hmm. if you're hypercritical of her looks, she's gonna gravitate to men that appreciate her looks, mm. and all of a sudden. She's a hoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't that, do that. You that's can't how you make your daughter a hoe. Yeah, you can't give her no complex, yo. You'll you gotta, give her a complex. You are the model for what your girl looks for in a man. So if you're always critiquing her appearance, she's going to feed off of that with the next guy, a guy that's always making her feel bad about herself. Bro, yeah, but you I do it in a nice y'all? way. Can I be like, honest with y'all? When I was looking at pictures of my mom when she was younger, 
Please don't. So, <laughs> please don't. Because I've seen them pictures. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not only is my mom fine, like, my dad got a joy yo 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 And my dad was handsome, too. I'm not going to lie. He was a little stud muffin. So he was a stud muffin. And right after I was born, my mom had the heavy tits. She had the heavy webbies. Bro, she had the heavy webbies, dog. She had them heavy webbies. Son, you're oh nasty. Son. I'm not. I'm just How? saying objectively speaking, nah, my mom's kiss was can't. heavy. Like when you look at your parents, it's just love. Can you look at her then? Because <laughs> I need to confirm what I'm I seeing. I can't do it. That's disrespect, She had the juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> she had the juggernauts, dude. She did. Oh, gosh. So them you- sweater pups. And they were like, hee <laughs> And then I started looking at her and I was like, yo, does my girl kind of look like my mom a little bit back in the day? I might have an Oedipal complex. Is it Oedipal or Oedipal? Oh, shit, my mom was looking edible back in the day. <laughs> Let's go, dad. Let's go, dad. You know what I mean? Yo, I'm crazy. Yes. Akash, your mom wasn't fire, you young, you I'm young. sure she was. But you never saw, they didn't have pictures back I didn't, in, in I, They just made the cameras there and sent them right over here, no, dog? My mom they, moved here in 70s, no, 68 or something so like that. So they must have had a cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And? She looks pretty. That's my mom, but I didn't see You know how like pretty that. your mom was? Your yeah. dad met her one day and said, I'm going to spend the rest of my life no, with her. I get it. That's bad. Yeah, no, I get it. She was probably bad, but I don't, I legit don't look at my mom and be like, oh. Take a look, son, at Mama. Keep it, keep it one hundred. Yeah, keep it I'm a stack. I, I'm keeping it a buck. She wasn't buck filling 50. out that silk, <laughs> son. So she son. wasn't. She wasn't. Yo. That silk wasn't busting at the seams. <laughs> you gonna call her and ask her? Yo, Yo. low key. Tell her to send the best pick because we know. The feet are on so point with that plum wild. nail polish. Yo, are you out of here? Goddamn, my I never wild. thought I'd say this, but this gone too far. It's <laughs> gone too far. Flagrancy has reached the limit. Yo, it's hey. too far, yo. yo. I'm not gonna lie. Al, mom, pretty, hey. bro. Hey, she's pretty, <laughs> bro. She's pretty. That's so, a pretty woman. Yo, you so, owe you son. Shit's gonna start breaking it here, son. That's disrespect to say your mom is a so, pretty woman. This is with weird, a, so. amazing personality, charming personality. Yo, like, how, how, how she's charismatic. Like, no, that's fine. I, you can say about my mom. I get that. My mom okay. is a, is, was a beautiful lady. But when you start talking about juggernauts, bro, <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah. Bro, she didn't have she, she didn't have juggernauts. She had jugger, yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the opposite of not? You, you stupid I mean? idiot. What's the opposite of not? I was wondering how he was going to flip Jugger that. is? <laughs> what? What's the opposite of not? Wow. Jugger B? What'd you say? Jugger yes? Jugger yes? I think that's the best you can come up with. What's though. not? What's Jugger the... halves? I don't know. That's just... Not? Or what's the opposite of not? Does? And if you don't stop your fucking English second language ass from talking when English speakers are talking, this guy got a straw hanging out his ear like he's a turtle. <laughs> Someone take a picture. That's not a straw, a that's a baster. <laughs> Yo, what is the opposite of not, Al? I don't know. I don't know. We don't got that? We don't got that. We don't got that in English? Am? Am? Cause it's not a thing. It's just you just put it before it to make it not. Ah, yeah. So so it's if it isn't there, she just then had it juggers. is. Yeah. She just had them juggers. 
You know how <laughs> cows got udders? I'm trying Son. to get in on this. Yo, but this our is moms wild. got them juggers, bro. You, you don't gotta say our moms. You said our moms. Yo, real talk. You know, you know, you saying you don't look at pictures from your mom back in no, the day? No, I don't. And you just like this. You like. <laughs> you already, you you already sucked on your mom's tits. Son, you son, did. Son, son, son. Stop. No disrespect. Stop. Hey, it's no son, disrespect. I'm batteries at you. Son, hey, and to be honest, it's kind of funny when he's not saying it to you. Son, it's, it's kind son, of funny. Son, let's hang up on that. So listen, no, you don't, no, no, you don't no, think back not. in the day oh when you were God. sucking on your mom's tits, son, which wild. you did do. That's a fact. That's a fact of no, life. I wasn't. Yo, that's, oh, I you were you were you were on the bottom. Formula? Ain't no on, Puerto Rican formula. having formula, yo. Son. I was on formula. You yeah. were not on formula. I was on formula. What kind of formula coffee, they make? Yo. I don't know, but there was formula. Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> Ovaltine? Yeah. Ain't that chocolate milk? Yeah. That's not formula. Edwin knows about formula. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? For real. What, what, when you were sucking on your mom's teeth? I didn't suck on my mom's teeth. After y'all finished sucking, that. did y'all do this at the end? Like, ah, la, la, la. did you do that? <laughs> a little bit? Did you just, right when you finish, be did like, you go, ah, la, la, la. did you go, <laughs> I probably did. Now you on board? Because I'm gosh on board? Nah, because. After something delicious, you go. Oh, that titties is delicious. Is that what you're saying, son? You saying your mom titties taste delicious, bro? The milk was delicious, man. You ever wipe your mouth and then burp in? <laughs> oh my god! Oh gosh! Yo, you ever <laughs> hold the titty in your mouth and then burp into it to make it bigger? What? <laughs> 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 Y'all never did that one? Played that trick on your mom? You're like, bleh. And the titty popped up, got real big. How do you think titties work? I know. What? <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know how they titties work, but I'll tell you one thing. My mom's, my mom's titties, they work. <laughs> back in the day. Nothing makes more sense day. than you talking like this with your hair looking like but it looks. Listen. Yeah. Take that hat back off. Just All right, so, like, why do you have this combo? I'm saying back in the day. Sense, back yo. in the day, guys. <laughs> It's back in the day. Was now giving, my mom's titties look like them dogs that go get the bird after you shoot it. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know those hounds that got the... They got the basset hound? Oh, my God. The, the yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what my mom's titties be looking Son, like now. Stop. I caught my mom putting on sweatpants. I think she put her titties inside the sweatpants. <laughs> my mom yeah. built like Andy Ruiz. <laughs> Yo. You think when you see old ladies with the fupa, that's just titties down there? I think a little titty might got in it. They just tuck them into the shirt because it's like, you know, they're not going to pop out on you like honestly, that. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, if I'm being honest. It's just a bra at that a, point. It's a bra. Stretch I mean, look at my mom wearing a bra like, why? You look like it. <laughs> For what? <laughs> For what? What are we doing out here? How are we acting? You know what I mean? Sometimes I'll be like, Mom, twist this show. <laughs> twist this show, Mom. Hit him with one of the shoulders. Hit him with some shoulders. Yo. Do ball it. Yo, you looking wild. You looking Am super I? wild. Am I? Bro, you look like... I just started talking 35 years ago. <laughs> Y'all had a whole head start on talking over me. <laughs> Okay? Oh, fuck. Wow. Shit. I've been speaking English as long as that in. <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> you know man. what I'm saying, that in? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. 
<laughs> that <laughs> wasn't your flagrant thought is what's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all want to know my flagrant thought? Yeah. So, nah, that's the most flagrant thing you ever That's had, not so. the most flagrant thing. This is the most flagrant thing. And I, and I thought about this seriously because the Weinstein decision came in today. Was that your flagrant thought too? No, 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 no. Okay. No. My flagrant so, thought is we'll get to it. All right. You want to go first? Well, yeah. It's actually not even my right, flagrant go. thought, but it was so flagrant that I had to bring it to the podcast. All right. Go. Somehow me and my girl talking to Brian. And, uh, shouts to Brian. Shouts to Brian. We you know what I mean? Probably the, got a fine mama. With a thick bosom, you know, you know, Brian got that thick bosom. Yo, all due respect. It's all due respect. Yo, ADR, y'all. All due respect, yo. It's ADR out here. You think, yeah, they, I mean, was, you think they were supple? Say what? You think they were supple? They supple no matter how you spell it. <laughs> how can you spell it? I figured that was a sneaky L. I figured it was S-U-P-P-L-E. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sometimes that L be late, be all Ed Alex. And, Ed and your people know about all things sneaky. What, what, how do you spell it? Sneaky L or no? Uh, double L. There's two L's? You wrong as fuck, yo. You don't know. How you I spell just want to call his people sneaky, that's all. <laughs> they that's sneaky. Right. No, how you spell supple, for real? I thought there was a B in there. Supple? There's a B? I thought it was a sneaky B. Silent B? Are you out of your goddamn I mind? I thought it was a silent B. Ain't no silent oh, Bs, no. bro. That's subtle, you dumb motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, on. yeah, that one. There we go. There's one of them. <laughs> supple. I was right. S-U-P-P-L. All right, go. So we're asking like fucked up thoughts or whatever. And then my my girl was like, I was at the mall yesterday and I hated every minute of it. And I literally thought to myself, oh, I see why these get shot up. (laughs) Wow. Your girl said that? I'm rubbing off. That's all right. That's flagrancy. Hold on, let me so take it that's, in. This is the queen of flagrancy. Let right me there. take it in, bro. The first lady of flagrancy. Wow. <laughs> Whoa, dude. That's strong. So she's like, I see why they get shot up because she just hated being there so she was much. She's like, I see why someone would go crazy in here. Oh my God. That's the flagrant. Thought. What was it that triggered it? What was the store? I actually didn't ask. We were, we were in the middle of a text storm at that time point mm. so i just heard the thought and then i had to block it out but it was i was like that's great that's great mm-hmm. i love that that's my future wife she was just like i see why this happens sometimes i get how a person can walk in here and be like mm, fuck it all right guys let's take a break for a second pay some bills uh you know this is my favorite my favorite sponsor on the podcast blue chew you already know if you're new to the podcast get your dick game right let's just be honest okay Blue Chew, that's going to have your girl maybe screaming at the top of her lungs is an understatement, but definitely the best dick that you've ever given her in your entire life. And if you bust off once, you take that chew, and then you go round two. And that's exactly how the game is played. We're not playing no fucking game. Same active ingredient that's in Viagra and Cialis, okay? You go online, you go to bluechew.com, use our promo code FLAGRANT. They're going to send you a free trial. It's only five bucks for shipping. You have nothing to lose here. Just sign up. Get it. See if you like it. See if your girl likes it. She 100% will. If it's a girl that you're trying to impress, well, then impress her. Okay? Impress her. 
You got nothing to lose in this situation at all. BlueChew.com. You just pay $5 free shipping to have the hardest dick of your life and give the woman you love the thing that she deserves. Okay? Sex. Hmm. Amongst other things. BlueChew.com. Promo code flagrant. Try it for free. Only $5 shipping. Get it. Let's get back to the show. My girl keeps sending me uh, rings from Instagram accounts. So oh, my girl was doing that for she, years. Yo, but this is what she don't get. I've blocked the Instagram accounts, <laughs> but she doesn't realize that yet. So she just keeps sending me things, and I'm like, I can't see it. And I just show her Instagram. Uh, I just show screenshots of yeah. my DMs yeah. showing that it's not showing up. Yeah. And it is driving her fucking crazy right now. <laughs> 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 and I'd be acting that interested too. I'm like, yo, and I really want to see what your ideal ring is, but it keeps whatever. She's like, Should I just take a screenshot of it? And I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know, whatever way we can do it. <laughs> yo, that's genius, low key. So uh, just block uh, every ring account that exists and you're fine. Every ring account that <laughs> just exists. Just block everything that says ring on it. <laughs> So she's yeah. been <laughs> hinting towards this ring for a minute. Ain't no hints. The carrots. Ain't oh no yeah, hints. at this point, it's not hints anymore. Ain't no hints. It's just direct. This is the one. <laughs> That's this is the one. And then That's if you say up. something, she's gonna be like, "What? You don't think that when you see me, this is the one?" No, I say you were the one. Okay. I say we don't need all this, you know, conventional. You know, all that kind Isn't of stuff. Isn't that cute? Yeah. Isn't that cute? What? Pull this up in eight months. Yeah, I know, right? Nah, she's going to get the ring. I, you know, obviously, it's so stupid. So you should tell about this. The whole thing is so stupid. And you know what I told her? Two could play that game. What are you going to ask for? I want a ring, too. <laughs> That's what I say. Son, Yo. you know you got to buy your own ring. What? Yes. You buy your own wedding band. I said I want the diamonds on mine. Yeah, you still I want buy a diamond yourself. band. Why do I have to buy my ring? Son, that's just how it works. You're still not going to... You got to think of something else. I told my girl I want a car. Give me an engagement car. That's about how much we spend on rings. Give me a nice Corolla or Camry or some shit like that. I don't yeah. even want to drive. I just want... I have a bit about this. I just want you to feel that pressure. Mm. Where so they're like, babe, what kind of car do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. It depends on how much you love me. Hey, mm. do you... feel that. You feel you, that. Do you not know your girlfriend? Oh, yeah, I ain't getting no fucking car. You cars. ain't getting shit. I ain't getting no fucking car, yo. <laughs> you might not get a seat at the wedding. <laughs> It literally might just be one seat at that table in the front where the, the hey, bride and groom sit, hey. and she might be like, oh, you wanted to be here? Yo, I'm, let me, I thought you wanted to be with you your friends. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to marry my show girl. Up. I'm going to marry her, but I don't really feel like I need to be at this wedding. Yo, that might be the, the fucking solution to all this. Uh, again, working on a bit about this. All we are is yeah. just, you, we're just there so they don't look like losers throwing parties for themselves. Ah. They've dreamed of this party their whole life. Your girl tell you that? I've been dreaming about this since I was a kid. My no. girl tells me all the time. She never says I've been dreaming she about never you. Said that. She says I've been dreaming about this day. This day is all they want. And they just yeah. need a motherfucker there so they can have their day. Yeah. Do they not realize it's always their day? <laughs> yo, I don't think so, yo. But it's only their day with you. They want everybody. They're not satisfied with taking one person's life. They want everybody for a day. Mm. She's about to shoot up that mall, son. <laughs> <laughs> I think you you I think you're seeing exactly who you're going to marry oh, right now. Yo, bro, my girl ain't been subtle ever. She Put been me at me the know. table by the exit. I want to be at the table by the exit. Hey, let me tell you something. Yeah, she'll put you outside the exit. Really keep you safe. Close the doors. <laughs> I on canceled you. a whole weekend of shows for this fucking wedding, yo. Did yo, you know why it's got to be a fucking wedding, yo? Because that's what it is. <laughs> All weddings suck. Let's be honest. It's camp for adults. Nobody likes camp. Yeah, you you choose what I eat. You yeah. choose what I do, where I have to be the whole fucking time. Such a stupid idea. 
But I'm here for you. It's a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> it is a stupid idea, like to force adults to do shit. It's a mortgage. It's what? It's a mortgage. Oh, and you're wasting all this money. That's all I care about, dog. I don't give a fuck if the world. No, is- I care about my weekend. What I like about you, <laughs> no, I like about you is you decided to do it during weather that I don't care about. You're doing it in October. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't care about October weather, but these people that do summer weddings, I think it's insulting. I think it is mm. insulting. We have eight total weekends in New York in the summer where the weather is pretty much guaranteed good. Mm-hmm. Two of those always get ruined. Mm-hmm. One of them is July 4th. Nobody's going to get married on July 4th anyway. Mm-hmm. That leaves you with five good weekends. And these absolute imbeciles think <laughs> that they should take your fucking weekend from you. It's absurd. I love fall wedding. None of us have anything to do in October. No, you good. You actually good. give us something to do yeah. in October, an event that we can go to. You welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to pay for it. That's all yeah. killing me. It's just there's don't a moment. A summer wedding. Here's what here's what's wild too is you look at all these costs in a vision like oh that's kind of high oh that's kind of high mm. and then you just kind of forget about it because you negotiate each cost with whatever little wiggle room you got yeah and then when you add up the costs the number blows your fucking mind like how did we get here I yeah. don't I thought we were doing okay and then you're just looking at a goddamn mortgage yeah mm. why don't you just buy a house instead and not do this stupid I way? would love to so why doesn't she get that. I think you should just take all the wedding money and then buy a house and then deal with it after. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah. Hey, the house is bought. What do you want to do? This guy. I want you to try that. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I want you to try that. Good luck, yo. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to take out a fucking reverse, reverse mortgage or whatever the fuck that is. On the house? Yeah, on the house. Just, just to, to pay have for the wedding? wedding? Yeah. So now we back to zero? Yep. That's a possibility. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. But that's a crazy flagrant thought. Al, what'd you have? I don't got one. All right. Well, my crazy thing. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know what I just said. My crazy flagrant thought of the week is um, Weinstein is too ugly to get away with rape. So he got convicted today. Yeah. Right. But he got convicted of this is why it gets serious. So he got convicted of sexual misconduct, which I don't even know what the fuck that is. And then third degree rape. Apparently there's like. I didn't know that either. Degree. I thought it was just rape or you don't rape. But now there's like degrees of rape. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You knew that. Yeah. It like made sense when I saw, but I didn't know. There's like the alleyway. That's right. Nah, but then there's a different name for everything else. Yeah. But his was just like, oh, hey, come to my room. And no, this is what comfortable now. This is third degree rape. Uh, it's like ultimatum rape. For example, you live with me. F.A. was breaking this down. You live with me. If I kick you out, you're homeless. Hey, you want to keep living here? You got to suck my dick. Mm, that's rape. Son, Isn't that blackmail? I think it's prostitution. That's soliciting prostitution. Shit. And if the girl agrees, she's prostituted. Anyway, point is, right? It's a barter. Hey, do you want to live here? Airbnb exists. Let's stop acting like Airbnb don't exist. Would you like to continue Airbnb in this apartment? Yes. Dick suck. Son, I know what that is was the difference rape, between a barter and a blackmail? Sex. I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I don't fucking know. But point is, huh. Weinstein, 
all these all these rich people get away with rape. It's a fucked up part of our justice system. But if you're wealthy and you're successful, you're allowed to rape. That's what the justice system basically says. Cosby did it for years. Bill Clinton has done it for years. Uh, I mean, Trump, I don't know if he's done it, but he's been accused just like these other guys. So you got to throw him in. Um, tons of people accused of, of rape. Accused, yeah. Fucking uh, Woody Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. all these people that we know, but they're rich and successful, so they're allowed to rape. It's a fucked up part of American justice, but if you're rich and successful, you're basically allowed to do it as far as the justice system is concerned. Weinstein is so fucking horrendous looking that these girls that accused him, he had relationships with after. Do you guys know that? Yeah. They're text saying, like, I love you, and back and forths and shit with these girls. But he's so fucking ghoulish and disgusting looking ghouls are skinny he's a fat ghoul he's a fat ghoul he looks right? like ecto from uh ghostbusters one was that yes. like green slime yes <laughs> yes slimer yes yeah. yeah, he looks like yeah. slimer yes um that these people that were part of the jury even though they had this information they saw that he saw that he continued a relationship with these girls afterwards i truly believe that they looked at him and they were like anybody that would have sex with him it has to be on some level rape or sexual misconduct yeah, yeah, yeah. or third-degree rape. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that's my flinger thought of the week. He's, he is so ugly, he can't get away with rape even though he's rich and successful. Mm. Has there been any rich or successful person that's gotten clipped for rape? Tyson. Huh? Tyson. That's the only one I can think of. Tyson got gotten. I don't know that he. But like that's the one we're all kind of. Did like, he go to jail I don't though? Think he did it. Tyson went to jail. Of course he did. Tyson do it. absolutely. Went but to he jail. only did three years, so it must have been something else. That was rape. Three years for I, rape. I heard he was like not in rape. I wish I did though, which is how you know he's. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his line. <laughs> really? He goes, "I wish I did rape her, because then I would be in jail for the right reason." Wow, Tyson. Nah, but that's <laughs> the thing that you say when you yeah. didn't do it, mm-hmm. yeah. right? It's like, have your girl ever given you a hard time for cheating? When yeah. you didn't cheat, mm. and you're oh, like, "Well, I wish I got some well pussy. If I'm gonna deal with yeah, all this, yeah, yeah, yeah. you gonna yell at me? I'm gonna be out on the couch sleeping. I'm, it's gonna be cold. You're not gonna give me any love or affection. This would be completely warranted and justified if I had fucked someone. So I might as well fuck somebody because mm. I got to go through this regardless. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's easy to get over cheating. Yeah. Well, have you done it? No. <laughs> you just like, said yes. <laughs> Why did you say yes? So like, like you knew it. Just I was saying yes to the point of like, if you get accused of some shit, you I would rather just do it. If I'm gonna be accused and treated like I did it, I'd rather just do it. Yeah. And at least that way, it's like, well, this is this is the barter. I cheated. You treat me like shit. Fair. Yeah. No. Yo, makes sense. if one of your girls cheated on you, yeah, done. would you prefer if it was out the house or she say like used your money to get a hotel or? didn't use your money and fucked in your bed. Like, say, if you have to choose one. Oh, that's just such a disgusting thing to ask. Um, I would prefer... Hotel, yo. Yeah, hotel. And this is from the, the cheapest person in this podcast. Word? Yeah, that's hotel. our bed, yo. But, like, either way, it's just so disgusting. So We're talking about, like, incremental differences yeah. and disgusting. Like, they're, they're, it's so bad. It's like 98 or 99. What would I rather? Yeah. Huh? Have I ever got cheated on? Have I ever got cheated on? Yeah. I got cheated on. Yeah. Yeah. I got cheated on when I was in uh, These bitches, high school. Yo. I think I was in high school at the time. Something like that. Mm. Yeah, I was a real sucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to go through that to learn. Yeah. 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 I think, it, I think it go, it's good. It can also be like, <clears throat> it, can, it can also be like really fucking like crippling. 
on your psyche, especially when you have it happen like young and you can develop um, negative, uh, you know, like sentiments and feelings. So it's something you got to be like really careful about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? glad to know we're all careful on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we have to be very careful. We were, and we were. So I got, I kind of taken this from online, but uh, I guess my fl- flagrant take would be Wilder ended, or he actually made Black History Month shorter. Oh, Go on. Wow. Yeah. So he let down all black people. So let's talk about the Fury, yeah. uh, the uh, Fury Wilder. I've only fight. seen highlights. You guys saw the fight live. Yeah, yeah we, we saw the fight. We were uh, we were in Pittsburgh and we went to Dave and Buster's. Uh, shouts out to Dave and Buster's in Pittsburgh because they made a ta- table uh, open and available so for us. It was the first time, like, I kind of felt like a celebrity because it was right after the show yeah. and we put our hoods on yeah. to like block our identity and we were just walking out with everybody and nobody knew. But had uh, they know. They, it would have been a fucking crowd follow yeah. us to Dave and Buster's. So yeah. that was kind of cool. No, it was, it was a fun time. And then, so we're in Dave and Buster's and um, <clears throat> watching this fight. And uh, I mean, it was just an amazing fight. And, like very rarely do things live up to the hype in life. Very rarely do matches live up to the hype. What was amazing about it, because it seems like when I'm reading, Fury dominated Wilder. And mm-hmm. I keep hearing, and I think I'll just dispute this, but I keep hearing Wilder's equilibrium was fucked up. So yeah, no, really that's what we thought, but it turns out it wasn't the case. So he just got yeah. his ass beat. Yeah. yeah. So that, like, he really just got fucked up. Yeah. I wish I had seen like, it live. Fucked up. Yeah, so Fury just destroyed him. And <clears throat> it was really interesting. Fury is just, I mean, God bless, I love Deontay Wilder. He's so fucking exciting to watch, and he's probably the most concussive puncher we've ever seen in the history of the sport. But uh, Fury's just too much man for him. He just looks small and weak. And Fury, dude, Fury, who is not known as a big puncher, but switched trainers to uh, Sugar Sugar Hill Stewart. Um, any any information about this guy? Uh, well, he fight the the gym that he operates out of is Crunk Gym, which is like a legendary gym. Emmanuel Stewart was the guy who owned it. Emmanuel Stewart has trained, uh, you know, millions of fighters. He trained uh, the Klitschko's. He trained uh, Tommy Hearns, the Hitman right. Hearns, okay, back shit. in the day. Like he's a and he just passed away recently. Like legacy trainer, amazing. Raw, real Detroit gym, like tough sparring session, yeah. like fucking uh, gritty gym. And um, <clears throat> so Fury goes to train with him. And basically what they the reason he goes over there is is because uh, he wants to finish Wilder. He doesn't want to outpunch him. Fury's six nine and he was fighting around 250. And uh, he was this amazing slick boxer, like yeah. unbelievable boxing ability and movement for his size. Something yeah. we've never seen. You have to look at imagine an <coughs> NBA power forward. That is super slick and moving around like Ali. Right. You just don't see it. The yeah. only time you do see that type of athlete is in the NBA. Yeah. And this guy's footwork is better. You know, his movement is better. His hands yeah. are better. His, it's just like un, unreal. And um, so what they did is they gained weight. We were talking about that on the podcast. And a lot of people were saying what you were saying. I, uh, our friend James Matter in comics, shouts to James, was like, yeah. I'm thinking about putting a thousand on Wilder. Yeah. Because <clears throat> Fury's just too fat. And then Wilder came in heavy too. So yeah. Wilder usually fights around like two twelve. He came right. in like two thirty one. Okay. And which was very concerning to me. I was yeah. like, that doesn't look right. That he Im- looked incredible. That immediately I was like, oh fuck, that's not gonna go well. Yeah. Because so, his conditioning wasn't that great for the first fight. Yeah, it was interesting. It, I mean, he's just such an amazing athlete. I always thought that his conditioning would be the thing that like carries him through in I all those situations. His, really? I yeah. assume his thought process was, I got to knock this guy out. 
I have yeah. to knock him out. I got to be even more powerful because he got it from my best punch. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> maybe. I mean, like, he's the type of guy that knows if he connects that you're going down. I yeah. don't think he was worried about what, what would happen with Fury, even though he did get down, you know, yeah. get up from it. Um, but Fury went out there. He took the fight right to him. He walked him down. And like most super power punchers, they don't know how to fight going backwards. Right. It's really rare for power punchers because most people are trying to avoid their power. Yeah. yeah. So if you stalk them and walk them down, usually they don't know what to do. Right. They, you close that distance. They don't have, know how to generate you know, power in such a small space. Was it wild for Fury to... Was it like calling your shot to say, I'm going to gain weight to knock him out and no, then do it? No, what calling your shot was, was exactly what he did, <laughs> was saying... He never said anything about the weight. He yeah. just said, I'm knocking him out. He said, I'm knocking him out in the second round. And he said, I really tried, but I didn't get him out of there in the second round. But he literally said, in the weigh-in, he pointed at him, and he did this motion with his hand. He points, and then he goes, boom. And he, like, bends his hand down oh, to say he's yeah. getting knocked down. Like, Fury literally said, I'm coming here to knock him out. And then he came, and he knocked him out. That's crazy. It's so rare in sports you see this happen. It is yeah. so rare in sports do you see someone call what's going to happen, and then it happens. And this is why Conor McGregor rose to this, like, amazing fame. He's got a great personality, but he was also calling what was going to happen in these fights. Yeah. Right? And when you do that a few times in a row, people start to look at you like this kind of mythical figure because you're predicting the future. Yeah. You know, it's and, like... Babe Ruth pointing to the stands. Babe Ruth pointing to the stands. Like, you look at these things like, whoa, <laughs> they really know what the fuck they're doing. And he went out there and he just utterly dominated him. The first punch that knocks down Deontay Wilder, Wilder is a massive man. He's six, seven. Yeah. Okay. He's in incredible shape, an amazing puncher with amazing heart. The first punch that hits him, it looks like Fury is punching a child. His feet sweep out out of nowhere. It was so weird that when we watched it live, we go, Oh, he stepped on his toes. I'd never seen anyone fall like that from a punch. Mm, yeah. There was so much downward force that it literally made his body parallel to the canvas, and then he just kind of fell. <clears throat> Is this the first one? Yeah. Yeah, look at this punch. Boom. Oh, wow. He just kind of, like, falls over. Yeah. Like, he, it's... And this is the meme that... Is this the meme that everybody's like, I guess you're wondering how I got in the situation? No, no, no. That's, he's that's a different one where they're like... Because uh, he immediately looks at the ref like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, yeah what happened? And <laughs> that's what happens when you get hit with a punch and you don't know what happened. Yeah. You look at the ref because you're like, hey, he pushed me. No, he uh, didn't push you. You just don't know what happened because you got hit. Now, he kind of hit him to the back of the head a little bit. Yeah. Look at him. He's just confused. Yeah. Watch. This is the punch right here. He hits him. One, two. Boom! Damn. Holy shit. He is out. He is completely yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, he has so much up. heart that he gets back up. Like now, I, this one, oof. this one is a body shot. Yeah. Like, the next, the next knockdown that you see is in the fifth round. He hits him with the left to the body, and the same thing, he flies back. Dude, it's, it was like watching, um, remember that Rocky movie where he's fighting against Drago? Drago. Yeah. Like, he flies back from a body shot. Oh. Yeah. I yeah, mean, Fury bad. is just bullying this. He looks like a child. Right. And this is before this, the most dangerous puncher in the history of the sport. It was, it was one of those things where it was absolutely amazing to fucking watch. And the whole time you're watching, even though Wilder's wobbling around, you're like, hey, be careful. Be careful because anything can happen. In the first round, when Wilder came out and Fury came out, Wilder hit Fury with two right hands. Yeah. Straight, powerful right hands. Yeah. Fury ate him, 
kept coming forward like the fucking Terminator. And from then on, I was like, ooh, it's going to be a, a long night for Wilder. Right. You just hit this guy with your right hand. That's the only punch you got. Yeah. The right hand. And it did nothing. Is Wilder finally going to get new trainers and learn boxing? No. Um, I think, I think to be honest, Wilder is kind of fine doing what he does. Right. Uh, if, this is what I think should happen. No third fight. I agree, based if, on what I've read. If you do a third fight, Wilder could be permanently injured for the rest of his life. He, he's lucky he got out of that ring the way yeah. he did. There are chances. I mean, if he got hit with another one of those bombs, your life is different. This is how I know he got his ass beat because I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw people being like, "Good stoppage." Yeah. Oh yeah. I, don't, I, I very I thought rarely they should have stopped it earlier. Stoppage. Yeah, they could have yeah. stopped it earlier. Yeah. They really could have stopped it earlier. And the corner stopped it. And one of his fucking coaches, Jay Diaz or whatever, who's a fucking idiot, was like, "I don't think it should have been stopped." He goes, "Well, then you don't care about your fighter. Yeah. You want this kid to live to fight another day, live to enjoy his family. Like, it literally takes one punch to change your life. Yeah. And." Now you're not dealing with 140 pounders. Yeah. You're dealing with 270 pounds of yeah. raw athlete. 276. 276. One of those comes down, night, night, change your life forever. Yeah. You got to protect these guys. Um, so honestly, if I'm Wilder, I do not ask for another fight. I take some time to recover. Let your brain fucking recover. Let your ear recover. But do not ask for another fight because the same thing that. is going to happen. And it's going to happen even shorter. I disagree. What do you mean? I say you go for the third one. He might never be because the same again. I didn't it's too much man. He does. He's not enough man for Fury, man. It's it, and I say this as a Wilder fan. He's not enough man. He's too little. He looks like a child. But I think if he his changed, punches don't hurt. I think if he changed his strategy a little bit and moved left and right instead of just going back, yeah, it, like he can Doesn't catch that require him. Require him to learn how to box more. So now, so let's say he learns how to box. Hypothetically yeah. speaking, he learns how to box. Now you're in a boxing match with arguably one of the best boxers in the heavyweight the heavyweight division has ever seen. So you want to box with Fury? Fuck no. You want to bang with Fury? He puts you out in seven. Mm. It's like there's nothing that you can do to beat this guy. You're just not one. You're too. He little. just has to catch him first. Even if like he catches him, fight. think about this. The first fight he caught him. He can't keep him down. When he caught Fury with that monstrous right hand yeah. in the first fight, and then the then game. the hook that followed, yeah. Fury came back, and if you watch that round, he ends up winning the rest of the round. I mean, he lost the round, obviously, because yeah. he got knocked down. But in terms of his performance in the rest of the round, he hurts Wilder with a hook in mm. that round and wobbles Wilder. You're talking about the fucking Terminator, and Wilder is not built in a way... Where he can just, he just doesn't have enough there was human. A, there was a comment somewhere, I don't know if there's anything to this, but like gypsies, they box. Like Boxing culture. This is a boxing culture. Yeah. They've been getting knocked down and getting back up since they were children. It means nothing to Fighting them. men, mm. they call them. So, and I just remember that one scene from Snatch where Brad Pitt knocks the fucking guy yeah. out clean after getting whatever. And it was just like once Fury, what he thought was once Fury got knocked down in the first fight and then got back up, he was like, oh, I got, we're good. Yeah. It's over. Mm. I, I know I can take his... That was a ferocious series of punches, and I'm good. I could get back up. We got this. Once you know you I'll can get back up... out next fight. Yeah, exactly. Once you know you can get back up from his best shit mm. and win the rest of the rounds, now I'm walking straight at and you. And that like might explain me. why you gained 20 pounds, because you're like, I know I could take his best punch. Let me give him a harder best punch of my own, and let's mm. just knock him the fuck out. So his father said something interesting. I was watching an interview with uh, Fury's father, yeah. and his father said... Um, 
it was like Tyson was trying to get down always to like 250 to be like a little bit lighter because yeah. he wanted to look like that traditional boxing star looks with the abs and all that uh, kind of stuff. And he goes, I've always told him, get that out of your head. You're never going to look like that. That's just not how you're built. God didn't design you that way. Yeah. And when you go down to 250, you lose your punching power. Mm. But he's like, finally, I got it into his head. At 270, we've noticed that you have a concussive amount of power. You're 6'9". 270 is not a bad weight for 6'9". Yeah. Concussive amount of power. Stay up there and carry that fucking weight. And did you notice during the fight, not only was he hitting him hard, he was leaning on him. Mm-hmm. Now he's leaning on you with 270. Yeah. Yeah. You ever hit the gym and try to squat 270? Yeah. How many squats can you do at 270? Anybody listening right now, think about that. How many squats at 270 can you do? That's what Wilder had to do every single time they got in a clinch and he leaned on him. I can squat 105. So, you know. <laughs> Boom. I don't know. I want to see a third one. Just no, no, we want to see fir- it. The first one, like... I don't, yo. I want to see Wilder, yeah, but Wilder Joshua. N- I don't uh, think Fury so, should fight Joshua. So so this is my... I'm also talking. I didn't even watch the fight, so wait. fuck me. My, my opinion on what should happen is I think Fury should retire. You're 31 or 32 years old. Uh, you've done everything in this sport. You uh, are going to go down as one of the greatest to ever do it. Um, Without taking out Joshua? To me, Joshua is is pathetic. Yeah, like, but he still got belts, though. So, so for me, Joshua ran, or in boxing circles, as we say, got on his bicycle against a 5'10 refrigerator yes. named Andy Ruiz. Mm-hmm. He was scared, and he fought like a coward for 12 rounds against Andy Ruiz, who's 5'10 mm-hmm. with raptor arms. What the fuck are you? You're afraid of 5'10 power? With raptor arms, what the fuck are you gonna do when you have a six nine monster mm-hmm. with better footwork, better boxing, and crippling concussive power? Now that he's sitting down on his punches, stalking you around the ring. Yeah, what you gonna do? Yeah, I'm saying Joshua should avoid it, but Fury should go after him. Oh, because then I- you could just unify all the belts, and then you retire right and after. That. I'm payday, saying this. Dude. I'm saying this only as like. Um, what I think Fury should do if I was Fury's friend. Hmm. As a boxing fan, I have a different opinion. But as Fury's friend, I say, you've accomplished everything. You're worth tens of millions of dollars, maybe $100 million. I don't know how much you got for the fight. You retire. You take care of your family. You enjoy life and, and enjoy this amazing opportunity you've been given. You can go fight Joshua. In, in my personal opinion, Joshua doesn't deserve 20% of the purse. Maybe give him 20%. I think he brings nothing to the table. I think that... England has their superstar heavyweight now, which is Fury. You don't need to lean, lean back on Joshua because I understand you lean on Joshua because everybody wants their country to have a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. But now that you have a real heavyweight star, you might as well support the real one. Is there a difference one. between an actual Englishman and just a guy who's part of the UK? Well, neither of them are an actual Englishman, right? Like Joshua's- Tyson Fury is, is a traveler, right? He's an Irish yeah. traveler is what they called. Like, yeah. But he wears the flag. He's supportive of it. And Joshua is, you know, of Jamaican descent or Nigerian descent. Yeah, but he, he grew up in America or I mean in England. It's like that's an Englishman. Yeah, but they both grew up in England. Okay. Okay. I didn't know. Yeah. That. Yeah. So it's like they're both equally not British and equally British, right? Mm-hmm. Like they grew up within the culture. They understand what it is, but they also have roots outside of it, right? I'm not talking about how they look. I'm just saying, like, if you want a fighter. There's another aspect, though. Joshua's a good looking guy. Fury's not. Yeah, he's not so, traditionally good looking. So if you're. That matters in the marketing terms. But no one in England is good looking. They don't care about looks. Like, have you watched their TV shows? 
<laughs> they just put ugly people on That's TV. Valid. It means it's fine for them. They got Elba in there. All their singers are fucking ugly. Like, they're not shallow like we're shallow, right? Like, <laughs> Adele is not going to be an American singer. You got to be Britney Spears. Put a fucking cobra around your neck <laughs> in America. <laughs> yeah. But out there, they really care about talent. Yeah. They don't care if you look good or not. Right. They're just, all right, fuck it. Are you great? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Elton John, go for it. Right. I hear what you're saying, but I think they still have to. I think they do it because I think Fury wants to fight. I just don't think Fury has anything left to prove, especially not against like a trash boxer like, like Joshua. But I, I, I do think it would make a lot of money. And it if would. It's, if it's an easy fight for you, you can probably easily talk yourself into, I could make $100 million on this fight. I can yeah. control the purse. All of the UK will be interested. It's me fighting again after I just destroyed Wilder. The third fight, for what? Let's just go get new money with, with Joshua and then, then maybe retire. Yeah, maybe. The question is, what does Wilder do? And I, I, I would try to fight Joshua if I was him. Heal up and try to fight Joshua. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think Joshua is good. There's something there. You know, maybe there's an Andy Ruiz fight. They're both kind of interesting people. We'll see what happens with that. Um, but I think Wilder, to be honest with you, if I don't think he'll hold a belt until Fury stops. But I think that he can hold a belt again mm-hmm. if Fury stops. I, everybody's like, he's going to be a champ again. Only if Fury stops boxing will he be a champion again. Mm. So you have to, as Wilder, you have to accept where you are in the ecosystem. You're not going to be able to beat this guy, Fury. Are you cool being a name that has fights but is not a champion? Probably not. He's a really competitive guy. Are you cool waiting until Fury retires? Do you want to give it a third go and risk permanent harm? Give it a third go. Oh, no. if If I'm Wilder and Fury, if I'm Fury, I sit back, I let Wilder and... Joshua go at it, and then the winner of that can y'all fight you. Yeah, we could do the third match between me and Wilder, or if Joshua wins, which is what I'd be hoping for, yeah. then I'll just take the winner of that. Yeah, now you can be what Joshua was trying to be before he was, you know, just I'm gonna let y'all fight it out, and then I'll take the winner. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Um, why don't we talk some uh, some other deportes? Um, real quick, that blood licking shit was that as wild as it looked on? He didn't even lick the blood. He, he was doing a Shakira, like, tongue out, like, uh, to the audience. But since there was blood all over the neck, it looked like he was licking the blood. Uh, I mean, the craziest blood lick that's ever happened in history is BJ Penn. So BJ Penn finished this dude in an MMA fight. BJ Penn is this Hawaiian MMA guy. Yeah. Finishes this dude in an MMA fight. He licks both of his gloves that have blood on it, right? Then goes over to the guy who he just knocked out. And it's hard to tell exactly, but I'm pretty sure wipes blood off of his face and then licks his hands with the blood on his fingers. Savage. I like that. BJ don't play around. Uh, Oh, real quick, by the way, while we're talking about Hawaii. um, Hawaii. Yo, we just put out this piece that I'm really proud of, I think is really cool. It's the first time that we've done this, but um, we put on YouTube as the uh, unsafe set for this week. We put a um, Hawaii, it's called uh, Hawaii Gets These Jokes, and I might do a series of this, but for like cities that I really love where I basically did 13 minutes, maybe it's 14 minutes of material that just Hawaiians are going to get, or people who have maybe been to Hawaii and they know Hawaii really well, like really nuanced cultural stuff. And, you know, sometimes I'll go into a city. If I have a few days there, I really talk to a lot of the people there and like get to know them, get to know what makes, you know, the, uh, the people there tick, what is the pulse of a city. And, um, we had this really fun show, uh, a couple shows at the blue note 
and we edit it together. And I understand this is not for most of you. Most of you that follow the YouTube page or the stand-up are not going to get any of these jokes. It's really specific, nuanced to Hawaii. But uh, if you've been there, you have Hawaiian roots or you are Hawaiian, I think it's something you would really appreciate. And if you want to share it with your friends, um, that'd be cool. You know, it's just... Uh, I think the way that I've always showed love to people is by making fun of them. So this is just, you know, a little gift from uh, us to you for 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 having us, Hawaii. So thank you very much. Go check that out. All right, let's take a break for a second, pay some bills. I want you to get your student loans in check. Okay, this is serious. There's a lot of people out here with these exorbitant student loans. They're getting fucked over left and right, uh, paying way more than they need to pay, frankly. And they're doing it just because they haven't checked in on it. They haven't checked in to see if they can refinance. They haven't checked in to see if you can get a lower rate. You can't get lower rates. That's how it works. These interest rates change. The amount of interest you got to pay changes. You're out here paying probably just the interest on your student loans right now. You haven't even touched the principal because the interest is so high. What if you could get it knocked down? What if you could pay less money? What if you could save, your, save money? You know what? You can. It's very simple. Earnest. That's all you got to do. You go to Ernest. Ernest.com. Okay? If you're still paying the same rate that you were paying when you graduated, odds are that you could reduce your monthly payment and save big, even if you have refinanced before. You hear that? With today's low-rate environment, most people can save by refinancing. Ernest is the easiest way to refinance your student loans. You save time. You save money. Checking your new rate is fast and easy. To start, complete a few questions online. It takes only two minutes, and you'll get a personalized rate estimate, all without affecting your credit score. You hear that? You spend two minutes to find out if you could save money. Who wouldn't do that? You qualify, Ernest customizes. They customize the loan. Okay? There's no fees. You can even combine private and federal loans. Imagine having one single monthly payment and one low rate. And now if you already refinance a loan, no problem you can still be eligible to lower your interest rate again. Plus, the internet loves earnest customer service. They're 9.4 out of 10 on Trustpilot, so you know you always get the support you need. Start saving today. Our listeners get a $100 cash bonus when you refinance a student loan at earnest.com slash flagrant. That's a $100 cash bonus when you refinance a student loan at earnest.com slash flagrant. Go see if it works for you. If it does, then you do it. It's simple as that. See if it works for you first. They're so confident that, that it will, that they're willing to let you try it for free. So if it works for you, go for it. Ernest.com. Use our promo code flagrant. Or Ernest.com slash flagrant, rather. Go do that. Let's get back to the show. Let's hit a few more of these other yeah. topics. What else we got? Um, did you pull up that clip I asked you to pull up? Yep. Can we see this? This is the greatest. This is a story of Isaiah Ryder and KG telling a story. This is, I, I don't know if you watch this, but they're telling a story about playing the Bulls. And KG's, I think, in his rookie year. Now, it's about two minutes. We can comment throughout. We can cut it out after we play the episode. But it's so good. If you haven't seen this clip, they're both on the All the Smoke podcast, I think. KG and Isaiah Ryder. And this is, this is why MJ is different. Okay. Let's see it. Ever seen me play against Mike? We in Chicago. You know, it's my rookie year. And I got about 24 going into the fourth quarter. JR is having a good game. So I'm quiet. I always stay quiet when I play my. I ain't talk too much. So as we come out the timeout, just I'm on y'all. Y'all, I can't even explain. We come out of the fourth quarter. KG like, man, keep going at his ass. Serve him. He can't guard you. Keep killing that nigga, y'all. Keep killing that nigga. 
phone turn it up. Go straight up. Yeah, we couldn't change. So keep going. I was quiet. I'm looking at him like, chill. The mic was literally right there. I think right here. That mic can hear me. So I double balance. Yeah. Okay. Keep going at him. Wow. Too strong for this dude, man. So as I say that, I feel it. So Mike looked at me, looked at KG. Hands on hips, legs locked. And then he stabbed me for about 15 seconds. I was like, Mike, he don't know the rules of the game, man. He's just a young pup. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, Mike, he don't really know how we... I see him and Mike having a conversation. He's like, he don't really know. He excited. Whatever. So now MJ on the back leg joint. Okay, you talking? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, huh? And Mike looked at him again like, okay. Looked at me like, okay. I said, what you looking at me like that for, right? <laughs> I can't even really describe the next like six to seven minutes. <laughs> Came to the, went to the fourth quarter, man. That man got about eight, 17 quick. We down 25 now. It was just at two. Mad looking at KG, looking at me, looking at KG. It got bad quick, y'all. <laughs> I come to the joint and then they know this. When you come and you've been on the run, you not got back on the floor, got back, had to rebound, had, and you feel like you on defense all the time, you come to the bench like this. <sighs> Simon, come on, so. I was like, yeah, man, my bad, my, my bad, dog. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Be like, it's cool, man. I told you, just shut your ass up, man. You know, fuck. So, he, so you got in between the gate right there where you like, damn. And next thing you know, we over there like this. And Mike came down. Okay, young fella. Okay, okay, damn, young fella. Damn, damn, y'all. Y'all done? Damn, young fella. <laughs> Never talk shit to Mike ever again in life. Mmm. Mm. Mike different, yo. Ugh. All due respect to Kobe. First of all, the pure fear in J.R. Ryder when he's having the game of his life. <laughs> and he's just, he says at the beginning, on the volume was low, he's like, I never talk trash to Mike. Never. <laughs> and then when KG starts, he starts apologizing on behalf of his teammate for gassing him up. <laughs> yo, Mike, he don't know, man. He don't know. That's, Regular season that's game. That's shit right there. So. You know Mike probably coming off a chip. Regular season game, this motherfucker dares talk shit to me. It's over. Six, seven minutes, it goes from a two-point game to about a 25-point game. That's wild. That's a different bro. breed of motherfucker, dude. We've never seen anybody like that in sports. So Mike was just toying with people. Yeah. Just don't make me focus, yo. I'm thinking about bitches I'm going to fuck after this. It's like How Mayweather I don't love my kids. Ring. I'm thinking about all this different shit. Don't make me focus on the game. Like when you, when you watch Mayweather in the ring, like he's just so good. You could just tell he's just like. All right, I already see what's going to happen. I already know how this fight's going to end. I know how I'm going to pick them apart. Like, every game was probably like that for Jordan. That He's is like, true. At any point in time, so I can just turn Mike it up. Bored? Yes. Done. That's, that's why he gambles that's his and all explanation. That shit. I know the conspiracy theory is gambling. His explanation for why he retired early was I couldn't think of any challenges for myself. I went to Phil, and I, we tried to think of challenges for me at this point, and there just weren't any left. Meaning, meaning, I it, it's easy now. Like, there's nothing I can challenge myself with. Four Pete, I can do that if I want to. Who cares? Mm. I won three. Was pushed a little bit, but not really. I could just do this. I could just flip this switch. And this is a regular season game against the Wolves, so he's probably already kind of out of feel. Like when you're really good, like if you're playing your little brother, almost like he got to talk shit for you to really care. He got to give you emotional stakes. And MJ was constantly looking for emotional stakes because he, the game, I think, was just easy for him. He just was the best ever. What are you going to do? So this one guy, and he, you know, he, that's his whole Hall of Fame speech. Is The point is, I'm constantly searching for that thing, that grudge to hold. That, this is, this that is an thing. interesting conversation to have. Is MJ's reign as greatest unique because there was no one close? You know, when you look at other sports, you look at um, tennis, 
What are those two gay guys that you like watching? Play? Federer and Nadal. Federer and Nadal. And Djokovic mm. is also gay and good. Right? So it's like Federer had his heyday, and then all of a sudden Nadal pops up, yeah. and now there's someone who could check him, and they have this kind of now rivalry. There's a third guy named Djokovic. Now, all three of them are fighting to be the greatest ever. Djokovic. And then if you went back even further in tennis, there was Pete Sampras. Yeah. At Andre Agassi. Andre Agassi, right? They would have their kind of back and forth. And you look at other times, you have Bird and Magic. Right, you had someone else that could like make you and push you to be as great as you were supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Who the fuck did Jordan have? Was Jordan so good that he literally eclipsed all the talent around him? Mm-hmm. Have did we potentially miss out on greatness because of Jordan? Like when you think about it, we only know who Hakeem Olajuwon is. Because Jordan, because retired. Jordan retired for three years mm. or two years, yeah. but three seasons he had a nice little run. Think about that. Hakeem Olajuwon does not exist in history. History. Another, Obviously, people know him. Yeah, in the, really in the good game. player didn't get a ring. Another really good dip. The dream shake coaching every big man that ever comes mm. through the league during the offseason because they're going to develop their fucking skills or whatever PR nonsense they mm. always try to put on us. He does not exist in the timeline of history in terms of our memories if MJ doesn't leave the game. He's, he's Patrick Ewing. Son, that, he's Patrick Ewing. Yeah. He's fucking But he Pat didn't play Ewing. in New York, so he didn't even get the benefit of that market. Here's what I used to say, and I don't know if I've said it here. That's why I think that's a testament to MJ's greatness. He kept everyone from getting a ring. LeBron, as great as he is, Other people LeBron ain't rings. keeping anybody from getting a ring. Mm. Everybody gets rings now. Dirk Yo. got a ring. This is your this favorite is, player gets a ring. Now. This is really interesting. Mm. Maybe the true testament to dominance and greatness is you being the only player that is worth mentioning of your heyday or era. Think of the players that never got rings during Michael's time. First of all, Shaq always throws that at Chuck. If there's no Mike, Chuck gets at least one ring with Yo, the Suns. Let's be honest about Chuck, and I love Chuck. He will exist in our memories throughout history because of inside the NBA, yeah. mm-hmm. not yeah. because of his play. Yeah. Like, if I was to ask you guys, we sit down right now, what was Chuck's game? He was a little guy who played above his height, played like a power forward, but he's only 6'4". He was a ferocious competitor, blah, blah, blah. But what was his game? How would he score? Mm, I have no idea. I, I, I would from, assume. From what I understand, he was a lot but, like Zion. A lot of inside points, yeah. and then as he's, he got older, he'd shoot more outside and take it more outside. Great rebounder, but yeah. he was immensely athletic, and he was a a small big guy, kind of like you know how Draymond is a small big guy, but he could defend and he could and he could score. body up, but he was a scorer. He could mm-hmm. get buckets, and this was back in the NBA where you could you know mid range games still exist, et cetera. But there was a large part of his career where he spent his back to the basket. He would bully you in the post, bully you in the post, uh, get in the paint, and then shoot little eight-footers or get underneath the basket. But he had a lot of athleticism. We will forget about his game. Like, his game will not be immortalized. You his know character would, and personality will. You know who he would be? Who? He would be Carl Malone if Carl Malone didn't have scoring records or Patrick Ewing if Patrick Ewing played in a small market. These are the guys. If you, if you run down the list of people MJ kept from a ring, it's not no, – Yo, damn near the whole dream it's team. Bigger, it's bigger than kept from a ring, though. It's kept from immortality. Yeah. So Hakeem Olajuwon has a little slice of immortality because MJ stops playing. Yeah. Carl Malone will be forgotten. 
Charles Barkley has some immortality because of the character he is on Inside the NBA, and he's just this once-in-a-lifetime personality, I'm sure. Dominique Wilkins? Bye. Yeah. Right? Let's name other greats John that Stockton. existed. John Stockton. Bye. You're wait, you start to wait. Reggie Miller? Bye. Yeah. Reggie Miller <laughs> might, wow, if Reggie. he wins a ring, goes down as the greatest shooter in history. Yeah. If and, yeah. and arguably the greatest clutch player. One of the yeah. one of. Maybe I, no MJ. maybe I feel that more because I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah. Maybe I feel that more with Reggie specifically. Yeah. Right? If, he, if there's no MJ, he's up there with Jerry West. All the old timers are talking. We're gonna be like, you don't know Reggie Miller. Eight points in eight seconds? You've never seen anything like it. Uh, Let's think of more players that are erased Clyde from immortality. Clyde, erased from immortality. More. Mm. I mean, let's just go through the dream team. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's. I mean, it is the only reason these guys get rings or have any notoriety. Well, I mean, Olajuwon is, is that one guy. But the only reason these guys are erased from history is because of Jordan's dominance. So maybe, maybe that's the greatest argument for Jordan being the greatest of all time. Because yeah. he erased his competitors from history. I can think of, I think I just thought of six off rip. Let me see if I can do it again. John Stockton, Carl Malone, Patrick Ewing, Clyde Drexler, Charles Barkley, uh, Reggie Yo, Miller. Can we go back to somebody? Hmm. You know who else erased their competitors from history? Bill Russell. Oh, yo. Very different time. Yeah. Very different time. Eight teams in the league or something like that. Yeah. You know, I black people barely even playing. Yeah. But so dominant yeah. that we can't even remember other players at that time. Wilt? Wilt was the only other one. Jerry West, Elgin Baylor. Was Jerry in the league at the time? Yeah, because him and Wilt got a ring together, so I assume so. And I think they got their ring together. And uh, Elgin Baylor didn't get a ring because he retired, and then the, the Lakers went 69-13. and 13 uh, Matumbo. And Matumbo never got a ring. Yeah, but Matumbo was a good defensive player, but he's not like an elite. You, you never forget about him. Tim Hardaway? Nah, not, not good enough. Uh, Alonzo Mourning? Zoe was an interesting big man. But again... I think he got his ring with the Heat in 06, I think. Yeah, but I mean, he, it was just it was like, after It was after MJ. But maybe that's the true sign of greatness, is that... Grant Hill. You are so yeah, poor Grant. But yeah. like you are so great that you eliminate your competitors from immortality from the history books. Magic and Bird were not great enough to eliminate each other. Yeah. It was a back and forth. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Who else was it? LeBron and Steph or whoever else you want to yeah. say. Yeah. Who else was it outside of Steph? Uh when they took out Miami, when the, Miami won some they chips. Beat Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant had to leave to get his ring, but he got his ring. Yep. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook never going to get a ring. Yep. Uh, the OKC Thunder, the San Antonio Spurs, who beat them the next year. San Antonio came right back and beat them the next year. Yeah. Hmm. But think about it. MJ busted the Jazz's ass twice. None of the Spurs, Duncan included, were great enough. David to, Robinson wouldn't get a ring during were, MJ's peak. Were, were David Robinson's another he one. He had to but, wait for MJ to retire. He had to wait. But none of – listen, Tim Duncan, for as great as he is, he could not eliminate his competitors from the history books. You know what's crazy? I named David Robinson as an afterthought, and you we were just kind of like, yeah, David, Robin, David Robinson had 75 points in a game, and I'm pretty sure a quadruple-double. You he got that quadruple guy. Yeah. You got that guy with a ring? You think we forget about that shit? Mm. Dude, it is – I think if – other sports. Kawhi takes out the Lakers. He might be that next so, killer. Here's an interesting thing about Kawhi. 
And I don't know how long he's going to hold up. It looks like the body, I don't know if his body can maintain that for this amount of years. But there is a world. Let's say the Clippers win. Yeah. Right? He goes, he wins. Excuse me. He wins with the Raptors. He wins with the Clippers. He wins again with the Clippers. Maybe he wins again with the Clippers. He got one with the Spurs already. He got one with the Spurs already. But I'm just talking about later in his career right. where it's just him. There is a world where in that time he eliminates his competitors from the history books. Then you start to talk about him in that same way. Yeah. A guy who is so good that he can stop anyone from getting a ring, a ring if he chooses. Yeah. Bro, that's how we got to define greatness. And that's why... And I'm taking back my own words. LeBron, not the goat. He wasn't so goaded that he could eliminate other goats. LeBron exists within other goats, right? Yeah, LeBron yeah. existed at a time where people say the greatest team ever existed. Yeah. You can't do that if yeah, you're the goat. Yeah, that's right. If you are the goat, your team is the greatest team ever, yeah. not the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. You've you've achieved an immense amount, but MJ was synonymous with basketball yeah. and greatness. No other team fucking came close. Whoa, dude. Yeah. That, Whoa. That is, He's a different chief. That's a stat that has, like a criteria that has to be added to the GOAT talk. Yo. And that probably seals it for MJ. You want to you know who else yeah. it might seal it for? Brady. Yeah. Or if we don't want to give the credit to Brady, mm. we let's give it to Belichick. Belichick. If you want to just go coach, you don't know about other coaches. During the Belichick Coaches, era. Because here's the thing. Manning got his ring. Breeze got his ring. Rodgers got his ring. So the other guys that you would say are great, Brady didn't stamp him all the way the fuck out. And that's harder to do in football, it's I think. It's so hard Because there's 22 pieces on a field and you're one of them. Yeah. Most important one, but you're just one. Yeah. You're not even on the field 50% of the game. But coaches? Yeah, coaches. He has become ubiquitous amongst the coaching conversation in football over the last how many years? 20, I 20 guess. 20 years, right? Mm. You can't name other coach now, and if you're a big football fan, of course you can. Who coached? Uh, was it Cox that coached um, the Broncos with Peyton? With Peyton? Oh fuck! It wasn't John Fox. Was it Fox, uh, Kubiak? I mean, Maybe it was Kubiak. I don't even remember. Maybe it was Kubiak. But that's exactly what we're talking about, right? Like we forget. Yeah. Everybody else that did win rings, that's a great coach. It's still such a clear gap. Sean Payton is seen as a genius. The gap between him and Belichick is crazy. Payton got a ring, got a ring. But it's just Belichick. Like, the gap is so insane, and you only got the one. Tony Dungy, all-time great coach, only got the one. Because mm. he kept running into Brady. Dog, the closest for me, and again, I'm not as big a football fan, but I'm only judging on the success that I saw, it's Reed. Reed had repeatable success. We're not talking about like one year, all these elements came together and it worked out. Four straight NFC Championship, NFC games. championship games. That's, That's true. it's very difficult in football to have repetitive success. Yeah. Parity, the salary cap is built to, and that's again what makes Belichick so to eliminate parity, to eliminate dynasties, dynasties, and to create parity. And oh, that's right. So that's you're right, not supposed right. to be able to be good for that long because yeah. once you win a championship, everybody starts looking at your players like, oh, let's sign that guy. Oh, let's sign that guy. Oh, your quarterback wants so much money now. Oh, well, now you don't have money to sign your other guys. Now your depth gets injured. Like it's designed to make money for the owners, quite frankly. But the the game design is let's create parity. Now every team has a shot every year. That's fun. Let's if, talk if about Phil other- Jackson would have. Retired after the last Lego one. Forget it. Phil did it too. 
he would have went down. As Phil did it. The, Forget it. Because Kobe, Kobe kind of did it. But also, like, you look at the guys, and maybe this is a testament to Kobe, but you look at the guys who were kind of in his class, and you're like, oh, maybe they didn't want it as bad. T Mac was a Co- there was a Kobe comparison, and then Kobe put that shit so far yeah. in the rear view. Uh, Vince Carter, there was a Kobe Vince Carter comparison at one point, and then Kobe said, fuck that. Yeah. yeah. So, but you also look at them a little, and maybe that's Kobe, but you look at them a little but bit. But there like, are guys oh, that have existed like that. within the Kobe era, like yeah. Tim Duncan existed within yeah, the Kobe true. era. Yeah, like, that's true. There are other superstars that existed yeah. within the time. And got chips. And got chips. Mm-hmm. So he didn't stamp it out like Jordan stamped it out in his fucking heyday. I'm talking about you cannot come in. You are not welcome. That is the sign of fucking greatness. Yeah. And we've seen it happen before, I think. I'm trying to think of other times in the league. Matter of fact, I was thinking about, yeah, Steve Nash took Kobe on the series. Dirk, when they won the ring, swept Kobe on the way. Yeah. Got Phil Jackson out of there. Now, some people can listen and be like, all right, but what about earlier in Jordan's career where he couldn't get out of the first round? Once he got it. Once he got a hold of it and figured out and he got his coach and this is what it is to win, it's over. It's fucking over. Are there other sports that we can also apply this to? Potentially tennis. Like, the three greatest players of all time exist all at the same time. None of you stamped each other out, though. So you're not... It's not as definitive. Yeah. That is, again, we're not trying to say that these players aren't great. We're not trying to say that a Kobe isn't great or a Tim Duncan isn't great, et cetera. We're You're not, not so the trying. greatest athlete ever. When we talk about Jordan, we're not just talking about basketball. This is why he's the greatest athlete ever. Ooh, is, Tiger. I want to go oh, to Tiger next. That's a when, really good one. When he went on that run. That's a really good one. Yeah. Greatest athlete ever is because you dominated your sport in a way where you erased competitors from the history books. Mm-hmm. Tiger. Phil got a couple. Now, the unfair thing for Tiger and Mike is there's four chances to win, quote-unquote, a championship in golf every year. Majors. Uh, right. Now, Phil got a couple, but Tiger was dominating. And Phil had four chances, whereas basketball's one. I got one for you. Usain Bolt. Yo. Mm. Usain Bolt, right? Usain Bolt. And you could make an argument for greatest athlete of all time. We don't put running in it because we're like, "Eh, it's just running. It's not a skill. But in terms of greatness, right? You cannot name another runner. Phelps. Phelps, Phelps. yo. You cannot name another swimmer. Mm. Bro, Phelps is crazy. Son, that, go, go. The only thing I know about another swimmer is the guy who motivated Michael Phelps to beat him. When he celebrated the win, and you remember there was like, this is the last Olympics, and Phelps, everybody thought it would retire. Yeah. There's the clip of that guy looking at Michael Phelps to see where he's swimming, and Michael Phelps is just he's looking straight, straight ahead. Yeah. That's, I don't even know the guy's fucking name. That's why I know him. And apparently he pissed off Michael Phelps by winning and talking shit. And then you see another thing of Michael Phelps listening to Future in the fucking locker room, just completely locked in, mm. looking like livid. Was that other guy that was the, the, race? the guy with the NSYNC hair? No, no, oh, that guy, Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte, uh, yeah. He ran his mouth a little bit, faded. Yeah. Got a couple medals, faded. That hair, so. Yo, it is. And you know what's interesting, real quick? Go, story. go, go, go. Phelps' last Olympics, he got really emotional. Like, yo, there's one, something like, I heard it on the ticket. You're like, you didn't see it coming. He's like, yo, I want to thank the person who made this all possible, the person who inspired me every day. Not mom, not girlfriend, not wife, whatever. He said, Michael Jordan. And he's like in tears about it. Oh, and that shit. is that's some Michael shit, son. You saying Bolt, Michael Phelps? That's some Michael. Sh- I mean, son, yeah, that's some Mike shit. Back to Mayweather. What's interesting is, and boxing is a little different because there's all these different weight divisions. That's a, true. Ima- so, Floyd. like, imagine, imagine it was basketball, but you could get a championship by four different. Like there are four different championships that you could get, just like golf. With yeah. but but not only were there four different championships you get, you could also 
gain some weight and play with just a little uh, bit bigger basketball right. guys and yeah. lose some weight. So there's way more opportunities to win so you can stamp yourself in history books, whatever. That being said, Floyd Mayweather's dominance is unprecedented in the way that Michael Jordan's was in that no matter what division he was in, nobody could beat him. Mm-hmm. Mm. He owned the division. You left the division or you lost to him for a big payday. And it, most fights weren't even close. Not even fucking close. Like, we can name. Yeah. I can name on one hand the amount of times he's been touched and affected by punches. Shane Mosley. Shane. Uh, Demarcus Chop Chop Corley. Don't know that. Hit him. Zab Judah hit him. I rewatched the De La Hoya's fight. Or De La Hoya fight. That yep. was like the first boxing match, match I ever watched. And yep. then I went back and rewatched it. Yeah. De La Hoya had him for quite a few rounds. He, it was not looking good until it, about the eighth or ninth. First mm-hmm. half of the fight, De La Hoya had it. Yeah. And then Floyd... Does what Floyd does. Another guy did that to him, and I don't remember who, but he had him for about six or seven rounds. Mexican? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember who it was, it was later in his career. Now, they had a second fight, and Floyd washed his ass. Yeah. But the first yeah. fight, again, first six or seven rounds, you're like, yo, this Some is Some people rough. say that, uh, that uh, Floyd lost that first fight. De La Hoya? No. Oh, the, the-, um, the, the Mexican dude that he fought. I'm yeah, forgetting I his remember. name right now. But mm-hmm. point is, that is how you become the greatest athlete of all time. You erase your competitors from the history books. There's end of conversation. I don't. We don't even need to talk about LeBron or Kobe or any of these other guys in terms of greatness in basketball compared to Jordan. And we've been guilty of it on this very podcast, but now we have a metric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a fucking metric. Were you great enough that you could eliminate the competition during your heyday? No. Yeah. You were great enough to get there, and that's a lot of times what we do, and that's what we do with LeBron. He's so great he got there. Congrats. What did Jordan do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jordan switched up teammates. Don't act like he had the same fucking teammates all the time. Tony Kukoc comes out of nowhere. Okay, now there. Now Steve we got Kerr is just the new John Paxson. Boom. It's interesting. I'm trying to think other sports. You know, another sense. great player we never talk about, Mark Price, Craig Elo. You only know Elo because Jordan hit that shot over, over him. <laughs> that's great. Son, it's interesting. This guy kept everybody out of the books, yo. And that's what it takes, that fucking psychotic demeanor of like, is this young kid talking shit on this other guy's behalf? In a regular season game, probably in December, fuck him. Because you know who you're going up against. You know what he could do at any point in time. Yeah, my, the craziest part to me is Ryder like apologizing. Isaiah Ryder being like, yo, yeah, man, you Mike, don't you know. know. Like, how fucking afraid of someone are you that you're having a fantastic game against him and you don't want to fuck with it? Breaking news. Oh, shit. Breaking, Breaking news. news. Oh, wow. Wilder exercising rematch clause versus Fury. <laughs> Wilder's, what a fucking excuse. Wilder is saying that. Uh, his legs were weakened by the 45-pound costume he wore to the ring. Well, you're a fucking idiot then. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the dumbest thing to say. You can't carry 45 pounds to the ring, bro. Son. Come on, bro. This costume, though? It was sick. That was going to be my Halloween costume. You know what I would most. do if I was Fury? <laughs> that Next, was fire. Sorry to interrupt you. This is a hot costume. Yeah. You know what I would do if I was Fury? Yeah. Uh, I would Next fight, I would walk in carrying 25-pound dumbbells in each hand. <laughs> Yo, what up, people? Uh, I got some shows coming up real quick. Miami, sold out. Portland, I think it's sold out. Might add a show there. Might not. I'm not sure. Uh, Orlando, Florida, get your tickets. Um, Virginia Beach, there's still a couple tickets left. Richmond, Virginia, sold out. Charlotte, go get your tickets, okay? Milwaukee, Minneapolis, we're adding another show. Tucson, Arizona, go get your tickets. Los Angeles, California, all four shows for the special sold out. Hell God yeah. bless you, man. Atlantic City, Reading, PA, we got you. San Antonio, Texas, I'm going to be there. Winnipeg, Calgary, Baltimore, 
Raleigh, North Carolina, Buffalo, Syracuse, and Albany are all available on the website right now. Go get them tickets. Matter tour. Love y'all. Akash, what you got coming up? Uh, coming up soon, I am at the Comedy Nest in Montreal. That is March 12th through 14th. Copy your tickets right now. March 27th, I'm going to be at the Den in Chicago. May 7th, Vancouver. They're giving me a theater. Let's sell this bitch out. I need every Indian in Surrey to come through. Let's rock this shit. Let's, Let's sell it out, and then we'll get more theaters down the road. And then June 12th through 14th, I'm at the Comedy Loft in D.C. Buy your tickets now. I love D.C. Can't wait to perform there. Do we want to hit the other news? Yes, but is there any other uh, yeah, stuff Russell, that we want to touch Russell, on? Yo, Russell Peters. Oh, yeah, what happened with this? So an asshole, and I, I got to respond to the message. I just saw it. An asshole went to Russell Peters after a show at the Improv. Everybody who knows me, listens to me at all, knows I got the most respect for Russell. That's the mm. godfather of Indian comics. He told Russell about us, and he was like, yeah, I know Akash Singh. I had him open for me, and the guy doesn't even follow me on Instagram. And I felt so bad because I was like, I never thought I I never thought about it. I also never thought, and it's dope that Russell Peters wants me to follow him. Mm-hmm. So, first yo, of all. you and your girl deserve each other. <laughs> bro, I follow him on Twitter. Yo, don't hey, man, like You and your yo, girl deserve each other, Search my yo. tweet history right Real now. Real talk, man. Y'all don't give nothing. The guy gave you an opening you know spot. What? You I'll didn't give it. him a follow. I'll take it. You're right. I you didn't think about it. shit, bro. I didn't think about it. You're not following the greatest Indian comic of all time, I'm not going to argue that the he's Godfather? the greatest. Godfather? That's the Godfather? I'm going to do the it. The guy who yo. put Indian comedy on the map, no. dog? Let me do this right now. Russell Peters, let me make amends. Nah, 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 nah. Don't do nah, that shit. T- nah, if you, when you realize you're wrong, he's, he's owning it up to I'm it. I'm extending the invitation. I look up to you, Russell. We'd love to have you on this podcast. You could talk boxing with this guy, Russell. Boxed. I think he's learning MMA or some shit now. Russell. Oi, Russell. Russell. <laughs> Somebody gonna get the hurt real bad, Russell. That was even worse than what I would have done. I won't do it. Too, but I'm gonna click right now, Russ. Yo, first of all, I'm glad you care that I follow you. I'm glad it means something to you. I do follow you on Twitter. Check out a new special on Amazon. And also, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Yo, Russell, come on the podcast so we can talk about what a sellout Akash is. Yo, I'm okay with it. Not right? That's what you gotta people, do. That's what you gotta the do. Godfather, bro. Not putting respect on your name, dog. You, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. My Yo, bad, Russ. My that's bad. fucked up, dog. So assholes, hit up Russ. Tell him to come on the podcast. Yeah, tell him to come on the podcast so we can ream out Akash for this. How could you not follow him, bro? Bruh, I don't be thinking about I follow him on Twitter, and I thought that was enough. You follow all these hoes from Wild and Out? Not you following Wild and Out hoes? You think I follow hoes? You used to follow Wild and Out hoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was single. I mean, not listen. Hey, Russell, you're not as entertaining an IG follower as a Wild and Out bitch. Yo, that's I'll tell you fucking, that right now. That's disrespectful, bro. They both got tits now. <laughs> wow. Russell out here with some tatters. I ain't gonna say that, yo. You, know what I'm saying? Russell, he's you too got them jugger yeses. <laughs> What is it, Jugger? Yeah, I think it's Jugger. Juggers. You got them Juggers, bro. Yo, yo, Russell, let's yo fight this dude on the podcast, man. Nah, Russell could fight. He grew up fighting, That's right? What I'm saying, yeah. You know what I mean, well, I just gotta get him into deep water. <laughs> you know what I mean, He'd probably float with the big ass titty stuff. <laughs> in all, hey, in all seriousness, Russell, we'd be honored to have you on, man. No bullshit. I, I love. Uh, I love what you've done for comedy because you're the first example of someone blowing up on YouTube. On YouTube, I was you know? about to, yeah. So you've you've uh, paved the way for me and a lot of other comics. And me in different and ways, completely different ways. But um, yeah, man, I remember showing your stuff to my parents and like, yo, come come on the pod, man. We'd love to have you. Love to talk story, see what's going on with you. 
you know, and uh, just shit on Akash for not being a respectful young Indian comedian. They got to pay his fucking dues. You ask for a guest spot, the least you could fucking do is give him a follow. I take it. I would take it. You disgust me. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even talk back, man. That's Russell, yo. That's Russell. I'll eat it. That's Russell. 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 Somebody gonna get a hundred real bad. Russell. I can't do it. What is it? Oh, what was the other one? No, the other one killed me. What was it? Be a man. Oh, yeah. Be a man. Yeah. Be a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if y'all don't know what we're referencing, go check out Russell's uh, stand-up on YouTube. He got a great clip about... Um, I don't even want to ruin it. You'll, you'll go find the things that we're referencing. It will be the ones with the millions of views. So, can we talk about how ugly girls have been outing themselves on the internet? Whoa! Yeah. Word? So, on my timeline... Yes? All the ugly women are talking about this show Love is Blind on Netflix. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Only the ugly ones. Wait a minute. Talk to me about this. This is great. So this show, it's like uh, a group of guys, group of uh, girls. They have 10 days to go on these little blind dates, but they're in a little cubicle and they can't see the other person until they have to propose to one person at the end of the 10th day. Now, do they know what food they're ordering? (laughs) (laughs) That'll give you insight into what Yeah, like. this bitch eat a lot of carbs. Uh, I don't think so. No, Not at you, all? You can't see them at all. You go on a date with a girl, she wears a calzone every day for seven straight days. <laughs> You're not going to be a little suspicious? I don't think they eat. So well, what do they do? I they, they just let talk you see the food? They just, they you just, just like talk. come into, I so, saw a little bit of it last night. You come into like a separate pod yeah. and then you just talk. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you yeah. watching it? Yeah, for sure. My girl clean. Can't finish Harry Potter, but you can watch Harry Love Potter Island done, or whatever yo. this Harry Potter, Potter done. Yo, Harry you Potter fucking disgust me, bro. Harry Potter finished, yo. Hey, bro, you disgust me, Harry dude. Potter finished, yo. What kind now, of behavior How do you know what it was? Fuck out of here, yo. Because all the ugly girls talking about it on the timeline. Exactly. All the girls Al hooks up with talking about it on the timeline, son. You not supposed to know about yeah, these things exactly i'm the only one here being a man <laughs> yeah for now somebody's gonna get the hurt really bad. <laughs> for real dogs oh, taking up my whole refrigerator <laughs> <laughs> you know with your with your with your thing but yeah bro. i haven't seen one attractive woman be like oh yeah that's a good idea son there was this, this <laughs> let one me girl. try to find love without them seeing me first son, there was this one girl in, oh my god bro, i don't even know how to tell story. there was this one girl <laughs> oh, I love these in stories. high school right and um <laughs> and she said in class i don't know why we're even talking about this but she goes in class she was like yeah you know i've always wanted to um date a blind person because then I would know they were really into me for me. And I remember this one kid went, you would. <laughs> oh, God. Son? Yeah. Son. Yo, classmates be keeping it the realest. Holy yeah. shit. Remember reading out loud in class, laughing at the dumb motherfucker who stuttered through all the words? Son. <laughs> son. That was Don't like, that was like the pastime, son. Son, I had to lock in. When we were passing around the reading, I was like, you better fucking focus, oh, son. You know when you find your paragraph way ahead? Oh, yeah. Calculate that yeah. whole paragraph. Hell yeah. Like, right, Start bro. practicing the paragraph. <laughs> I'm not listening to nothing that happened. I don't know what Huckleberry Finn is doing. I don't know what Tom Sawyer is doing. Just I got one in paragraph. That's it. Okay. And there'll be times where I fucked up the calculating that shit. So it gets to my paragraph that I practiced. And they're like, we're not even at that yet. And I was like, oh, word. I was reading ahead. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm just studious. Son, there was this one time. There was this kid in our class, right? He wasn't out of the closet. 
but his voice was. Right? <laughs> and we, we were doing the group reading, right? Yeah. And it's coming around, right? And you could literally, it was as if you saw the 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 clock on the wall, you know, the second hand as yeah. it's moving from yeah, one yeah. person to another person. And we know it's coming to him. <laughs> we know it's coming to him, right? And it finally gets to him, right? And as if nobody in the room is talking at all, as if someone sucked the whole air out of the room. And he goes, he goes, he goes, so Tom walked out to the thing. <laughs> and no bullshit, five of us just start dying laughing. <laughs> Just off the gayness of his voice. Yo, you Stuck. can't handle gay voice in high school. Oh, my God. It was so fucking funny, dude. And now back. Why are you guys laughing? And we're just looking at teachers like, come on, yo. <laughs> come on, yo. He ain't even trying it. He's, the S's are long as fuck for no reason. Yo, school must suck now. Like, you can't bully anymore. I bet you. That's now, why they shoot it up. Yeah. I bet now if that happened. <laughs> That's why they shoot it up. They just bored. Like, we need some excitement. Yeah. Remember when the, when the bullying was happening? There was things to do. Yeah, and they're cool. walking around unchecked. You got to bully these kids into thinking they're not capable of these things. That's right. I wish you would bring a gun. They're like, okay, I want to. <laughs> but when you let it build up that courage by rewarding them every day. Hey, you're really good at being a nerd. I accept you for who you are. Well, I'm a psychopath, so well, let's go. Accept this. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, son. Yeah, man. Uh, that probably would have been a hate crime just for laughing at that kid. Just for laughing at that yeah. fucking kid. I'm when you, he knew exactly what he was, he was doing. <laughs> for real. That guy was fluent in Spanish. And I was in Spanish class with him. And his Spanish voice, not gay. <laughs> really? Yes. He chose... American English gay. Oh, he's. You know how you could choose the keyboards yeah. on the, on oh, the yeah, iPhone. Yeah, yeah. You know you could switch to like European. Yeah. yeah. He typed in English gay. In he French typed in seat. English gay. <laughs> he's like Tom Sawyer. <laughs> so, I wonder if they have that voice because you know how like Siri, you could change Siri's voice. Yeah. They should have like just a gay voice. Oh, they do. So you never asked Siri to dress you. Hmm. You were like, what should I wear today, Siri? No, I've never asked Oh, I do that shit all the time. He's like, the same blue jeans you wear every day. <laughs> she had the neck roll in there. You know, you know them Subi blue jeans? Subi. Yo, he mad snarky gay? What? Is that what he's doing? The same blue jeans you he's, wear every day? He be yeah, snarking? He's snarking, bro. He's judging my fits. Yo. Don't worry about that. Worry about the bags under your eyes. <laughs> Damn, that's shots, bro. I really got bags <laughs> under my eyes, bro. I got this coming from all angles, dog. <laughs> I ain't tell you my girl's mom got me the bags under the eyes shit. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I was thinking about my own eyes. And I remember when you told me that, I was like, yo, let me get that. Son, what she got you? Let me get that. Son, I got bags under my eyes, bro. Son, my shit is That shit was so yo. real. And it just went, whoa. <laughs> Son, I'm working on my bags under my eyes. I'm yeah. out here working, dog. Yeah. I, my girl's mom was a savage, bro. She just gave me the second... Bags under the eyes suggestion gift. Oh, Cause we're at my pl- yeah, because we're at my place because my girl's place flooded. Right. Oh. So she gave us a little housewarming gift, some granola, some whatever, you know, some emergency like, supplies. Emer- <laughs> and then bags under the eyes. That's not an emergency. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? You don't need that immediately, so, do you? <laughs> does your shorty have a complex? Because the mom is ruthless. Huh? Yeah, I'm sure it's made her great. I thought you were going to be like, oh, I don't date women without complex. Oh, you need a complex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want a well-adjusted female in my life. What good is that? <laughs> oh, fuck. But um, in all seriousness, all right, last one, Al. 
Oh, uh, well, oh, Snoop Dogg, the Red Talk table. This bitch. Y'all see all that? Jada out here acting like a whole white woman. (laughs) Yeah. So when you use the word bitch, I felt that. My daughter felt that. My mom felt that. He ain't talking about you, bitch. Wait, wait. Who Yo, said that? that was good, son. I thought that was Jada talking right wait, was now. was that Jada so. talking at? Yeah. <laughs> can you, to, J- to can you play some of uh, her favorite man's music, Tupac? <laughs> oh, shit. First off, fuck your bitch and the click you You claim. wonder why they call you bitch. Al put together a list. We're like, yo, Al, put together a list of like uh, topics that we can talk about. And Al put together a, what was it called? Black topics. Black topic list. So now we're just going through all the black topics. We'll call this the black topic list. Go, Al. So uh, we'll, tell the, we'll call this black thoughts. Black thoughts. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the renegade dance is sweeping the nation. Ah. Yes. Al was spending 30 minutes trying to learn this shit earlier today. So yes. why are you snitching, son? Yeah, he had a video up, and I almost, I almost got a little video of you and put it on the gram, but I didn't want to yeah, expose don't, you. Yeah, don't he do says that. he's going to have it ready for Patreon. Nah, we all are. So we, we all have, have to compete doing the yeah, dance. Yeah, so we're going to have a renegade competition oh my on God. Patreon. Son, you got two days. Competition, I'll happily lose. Son, <laughs> you together, a dancing yo. ass nigga. <laughs> I am that. I am that. <laughs> but this shit too complex, man. It, it ain't takes complex, me mad yo. long to figure out one move. White bro. women are gonna outdo you. That's what you're saying, bro. That's you're fine. a dancing ass n word. So fucking. Funny, <laughs> he is. Dude. Every time we go to the club, I be dancing. He's a dancing ass nigga. So. You know what's really funny is that the first person to say that was probably a white person. <laughs> <laughs> What you mean you don't want to dance now? <laughs> you dance. Frankly, you're a dancing ass in work. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Bro. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. so then we're going to do a renegade dance competition. That means Eden got to be in it, too. Yeah, Eden's in it, too. All right. Take the floor, like, you know. <laughs> I can't have you dancing through the floor. All right, Eden? Real talk. <laughs> I mean that. Sincerely, <laughs> we're not playing no fucking games because there's some hopping in this shit. Yeah, a little bit. Right? It's mad complicated, yo. It's so what's long. the story with the renegade dance? This black girl oh, invented no. it. So black girl invented it. Yeah. Uh, these We almost done. We almost done. These more popular white girls on TikTok, they kind of were just doing a dance and not giving her credit. People got upset. And then like now the black girl's on every single show. She's on Ellen. She's at halftime shows and all this stuff just doing the dance. Good for her. She's yeah. like the... Um, What's his name? Clockboy, but she has actual talent. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Clockboy. Yeah, he is embarrassing. <laughs> All right, let's take a break for a second. Pay some bills. Yo, shouts to Radix Remedies. We got a lot of you assholes hit me up showing me that you got, uh, you've been ordering up the Radix. Uh, if anybody's new here on the podcast, Radix Remedies, best CBD company uh, in the world. Okay? We fuck with it here at Flagrant 2. Um, we think they might be sneaking real weed into the weed. Akash. I got high. Akash got high. I got high. Let's be honest. So they probably don't want me to tell you this, but I'll just tell you that you better get that weed while they have it, okay? Or at least the <laughs> CBD that they call it. But we got a little high. They got these cool pre-rolled joints. They call it the flower, right? You can get it multiple different ways, but you can get it as a pre-roll. Uh, where they roll it up into a joint, you just smoke it just like weed. Smoke it with your friends. I like that because I like the casual aspect. They also have the flower itself in a little prescription uh, box. If you're watching on YouTube, not even prescription box, like a bottle, it looks just like weed. You tell me that's not weed? I got a feeling this is weed, man. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I think they're sta- I think they're putting real weed in here. Yeah. Well, so until they get uh, shut down, 
by the FDA for sneaking drugs into their thing. You should go over to Radix Remedies. Use the promo code flagrant, okay? Um, RadixRemedies.com slash flagrant. You get 10% off your whole order. They got cool monthly options that you can do as well if you just want to keep it coming. They got this... Um, Cool CBD salve. They got these gummies that are delicious, but also got the CBD. Make you go night-night real quick. And they have, and you got to be careful when you do this, but they have the CBD with the melatonin. If you're having problems sleeping, you take that, you knock out. Just be careful. I don't want you to get addicted to melatonin, but you will have maybe the best sleep of your fucking night. RadixRemedies.com slash flagrant. Get 10% off. It's not a game over there. Let us know how you love it. Uh, so far, the feedback has been amazing. Let's get back to the show. All right, guys, before we end the episode, we got to address some some family business. Um, very important. You know, some of you guys have been reaching ass. Uh, sorry, let me try it again. All right, guys, before we end the episode, we got to address some family business. You know, uh, some of you have been reaching out and asking where Kaz is, and um, we want to tell you what's going on with that. Obviously, Kaz hasn't been on uh, an episode for a while, and yeah. um, we wanted to talk to you guys about that. But we first wanted to make sure we took care of family business at home. Obviously, Asshole Army, y'all all the family as well. But it doesn't make any sense for us to talk about this publicly before we know what's going on privately yeah. first. We need to sort it out ourselves, and then we bring it to you sorted. Sorting it out in front of you is weird. It's like Ex fighting in front of the kids. Exactly. Can't be doing that. Yeah. Can't be doing that. And nobody likes that. Just makes everybody feel anxious, and it's uncomfortable. And uh, so we've been having some grown man talks uh, together, um, you know, with Kaz and... Um, Basically, one thing that we need to address because, you know, Kaz tweeted something and was in the Discord a little bit. And there's some information that came out that I don't think was uh, completely uh, not entirely accurate. Really. Accurate. That's a better way to uh, describe it. Um, what was he saying exactly? It was uh, creative differences, which I would say it's not creative differences. It is commitment differences and contribution differences. Right. These are the differences that we care about. Exactly. Uh, you know, we're incredibly uh, committed to this podcast. You know, uh, Akash went homeless for this podcast. You know, he literally gave everything. He yeah. put this as a priority over absolutely everything to the point where he had to move to Secaucus, New Jersey, because he wasn't willing to get another job because that would infringe his ability on doing this podcast. You know, nice. um, in the beginning of this podcast, I paid Alex, you know, for a whole year out of my own money. Uh, you know, obviously I put this studio together, which is, you know, There's multiple, in this. multiple six figures to get this more whole... than my wedding, considerably more than my wedding. <sighs> I like how you put it in that perspective. Probably, honestly, two of my weddings. And you know what? Nobody got one of these stupid, uh, magnets. You don't gotta okay? keep calling them stupid magnets, okay. yo. Why? Yo, come Why? on, yo. Why? Come on, yo. I did, I, I, I thought it punched it better <laughs> if I called it a stupid <laughs> magnet. You know what I mean? They're big. They're big. And fucking big and beautiful. Okay, <laughs> big and beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like your mom. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they are some fucking juggernauts. Okay. So, um, but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, there have uh, been commitment issues uh, from Kaz and like priority issues from Kaz, where you know he's missed a lot of episodes, has uh, been late to a lot of episodes, and uh, it comes to a certain point in time where you know when uh, you have a business with somebody and we operate this like a business, and one of the people is not you know, treating that business with the same uh, level of uh, commitment and priority that the other people are, uh, you reach a place where you need to have a conversation about, you know, what we're going to do and how we're going to move forward as a business. And then there, um, there are contributions on and off the podcast that I think Andrew and I are always looking to make. Uh, essentially, this is a business. We are all founders and it started growing rapidly. 
And if that's the case, this is, I think, typically if you're in a business that you start and it's growing rapidly, you commit fully to that business. 100%. 100%. And uh, we just haven't seen that commitment. And, uh, you know, after a conversation it, uh, about commitment, it continued to go in the wrong direction. And um, that was the final uh, conversation. Now, this podcast today was supposed to go way different. Okay. This podcast today was supposed to be fucking amazing because we had a conversation with Kaz off air. We had multiple conversations. Everybody was okay with. We had an agreement. We came together. Everybody was okay with. And basically the agreement was, hey, come do two episodes a month. You do a regular episode and a Patreon episode. You come on. You're still asshole army, but you get to do all these other things that you're very good at that you want to, these other job opportunities that come out. They don't take away from that. And you get to continue with the asshole army, this thing that, you know, you've been a part of since the beginning. So- we basically put together a situation. We all agreed on it. Kaz even wrote a script. And the script was that Alex wasn't going to know what was going on. But Kaz was going to bust in halfway through the episode on some WWE shit and be like, nah, this is fucked up. Put I'm a chair playing. down in the studio. Start filming. Put a chair down. Like, talk shit with me. We were going to almost fight. And then when we were about to go downstairs and fight, hopefully Alex would try to stop it. And we'd be like, nah, we're just joking. And the whole thing was going to be love. It was going to be family. Everybody was going to be together. Everything was good. And then that everybody would, was on the same page. Me. The actual line that Kaz wrote, and I'll never not give Kaz credit, great line. Andrew was going to go meet me outside, and Kaz was going to go, nah, meet me in the corner of the parking lot garage. Dude. Bang. Everybody goes, <laughs> so good. Goes, so good. Dude, I mean, just so fun and flagrant and how we would fucking handle this. And then last night, Kaz started backing out from it. And, you know, things changed very suddenly. We weren't ready for it. And yeah. uh, then it kind of came to the point where we still had to address it today. It had gone on long enough. And as commitment to the bit, neither one of us liked his fucking birthday post on Twitter and Instagram. And then we look like giant assholes. Exactly. We're not not liking the birthday post. Because we don't like Cass. Obviously, we like Cass. We've been talking over the last few weeks about how we can all move forward together as a team. And um, and last night, those talks just kind of really you know broke down, and it was uh, it was annoying. So now for uh, what we're going to do is we're going to be moving forward as we've been doing for the last couple months with Akash and I uh, in front of the camera, Alex and Eden uh, behind the camera, and um, and yeah, we're going to keep on killing it as we've been killing it. I mean, it's these last two months have been unprecedented, the growth that we've had for this podcast. Like, we've literally had 50% growth in the last two months. So a lot of new people are finding this. I'm sure there's a lot of new people listening to the podcast right now who might not be as familiar uh, with Kaz. So this might be news to them. This is for the OG fans. We're having this conversation for the OGs, for those of you who've been here from the beginning. For Who helped for me not who, be homeless. Who helped Akash not be homeless, who helped uh, you know me build out this place, who who have been here literally getting this podcast to where it is by word of mouth because we are not doing any advertising. We don't have billboards in fucking Times Square. Right? We don't have some massive podcasting company pumping our shit out to everybody. We literally have word of mouth, um, uh, yeah, word of mouth promotion. That's all it is. And we managed to create something absolutely fucking amazing. In a time where it was literally the most political correctness in history, we carved out a lane of flagrancy that did not exist anywhere else. I don't care what anybody fucking says. This did not exist anywhere else. And, um, and we fucking made it. And it thrived. And you would be floored if you knew who was listening to this podcast. I'm talking about I mean, from politicians to athletes to fucking musicians like the DMs that we get that are private are are pretty. They're just pretty impressive, and um, not like they mean any more to anybody else. But what started as this little tiny click of 
of yeah, we're all the little of us. T- we're the tiny podcast that could. Literally. It was a little podcast that could. Literally. So like to see that organically reach out to other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Organically, everybody, yo, you got to put this guy on. You got to put that guy on. I mean, like, it's just been so cool to find out who listens. And um, anything else from... No, just if anybody felt betrayed, uh, you know, flagrant family, whatever, it's not because you're not family. It's just we wanted to sort it out ourselves before we brought it to y'all, have something that worked for everybody. We didn't necessarily get that chance, so we're sorry it took so long. This is how it had to be. Uh, But you're still family. We're still family. 100%. I mean, the only reason we're talking about this now is because it kind of got out on social media in the Discord a little bit, and and we felt like it was important to, to not ignore that core group of people who are the fucking engine of this podcast who have made this, you know, it get to where it is right now. And, um, we didn't want to ignore you guys anymore. And, um, and yeah, and that's, and that's where it is. Al, edit anything. Yes. Love you, Kaz. Yeah. We love, love Kaz. man. We love you, it's Kaz. always love. We always had Kaz's back. There's never a question about that. You can never question that. You know, we're just very clear what it comes down to. You know, I think you guys can understand. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so, that being said, man, you know, <laughs> this fucking wedding invitation, bro, this is beautiful, beautiful. The only thing beautiful about this invitation is, is the picture. I have to say that's and the whole invitation. What? That's the whole invitation. Yeah. You're but the, yeah. but oh, he, did he did a great job. I shouted you out multiple times. But on did the, he the do the gold episode? little, the gold stuff on it? Uh, I, I don't have like that shit ain't cute, yo. I mean, the gold stuff is just it's cute, cute I mean, than a motherfucker. It's just so, it's just so whatever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Your little pose. You're looking at her like, you're going to spend all my money, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you got to see this little pose that he got. His head's turned sideways. I'm just trying to calculate the wedding cost as I turn my head like, sideways. Like every <laughs> single dollar of my money. You had that plus that. That comes out to that. Uh, I see how it is. Well, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big, beautiful magnet right there, man. Yo, man. Big and beautiful. It's, it's a BBM. <laughs> y'all not gonna talk about you're not gonna talk about my mom's tits bro. I know y'all gonna try to talk about my mom's tits I'm not you are <laughs> you said, you're obsessed with your mom's tits son. can I be honest with you yo? I am you start <laughs> that's, how, that's how you start and wrap it up <laughs> All right, man. anyway we love y'all man we hope we gave you some clarity and uh, we hope we uh, you know you guys feel a little bit um, involved in terms of uh, you know what's 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 been going on. We'll see you Friday on the Patreon. Keep it tight as always. Peace. God bless.